Yep. <laughs> got the onion. Hey, there what's we go. going on? <laughs> what's up, everybody? Let's see. I, I pulled it up. Okay, here we go. Yep, people are in the chat. What's up? Welcome, everybody. Welcome to episode 66. Ooh, 66. Yeah, Perfect did you notice? Dave. I was about to say, did you notice that with Dave? That is yeah. 66. I was typing out the thumbnail. I'm like, oh, this works out perfectly. Oh, it works out good. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. We were just actually had a little brief talk with Dave before, and we got a lot of stuff to get into. It, it was already good. It didn't even start yet. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, before we get into that, you know, got to do my spiel. Please follow us on all of our platforms. And I just found something out because we're so new to the social media thing. Like, obviously, I'm just like a, a skater and, a, you know, um, but yeah, so we're new to this. But if you hit the like button when we have these live things going on, like now, like if you go to the like button and you smash the like button, smash and button. then it actually helps us in the algorithm. And they help promote these videos, which, you know, kind of helps the interactions. It's good for us. So if you could. Um, hit the like button right now and uh, please follow us on all of our social media platforms um, all the interactions help the commenting blah 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 you hear me talk about it every week but i gotta do it because we you might have some it. new watchers you know we might have some new guests to the show so i gotta do this consistently every week so please follow us on our platforms instagram give us a like facebook give us a like um i mean follow us on instagram give us a five-star rating on uh, itunes if you listen to that give us a review go to our youtube subscribe Hit the notification bell so you get these warnings for the show and smash that like button. <laughs> you got it. If you don't smash it, what's the point? Yeah, you got to smash it. And we're still stretching for that 10K on, on Instagram. So if you're not following us on Instagram, please, please follow us. Um, you'll be doing yourself a favor as much as you'll be doing us a favor. That's how good our Instagram is. <laughs> yeah, that's how also, good. That's how good it is. Also, we have uh, our new Patreon supporters for this month. Uh, I'm just going to demolish a few names here real quick. We got Bricks. Patrick, Desdario, The Wrecking Crew, The Whole Crew, AJ Powell, Victoria Petrovsky, Nolan June, and Nick Thomas. Thank you all so much for your support. If you uh, are curious and want to help us out on our Patreon page, the link is in the description to be a part of our Patreon community. And every month we do a drawing for a winner to get a free item of anything that they want out of our online store. So look forward to that. And we also have a new series out on YouTube right yeah, now. And, yeah, and I was I was actually gonna say it's a good transition to go um from from the from the because first of all, thank you to our Patreon supporters. It's a huge help. These things and uh, the support that you give us help us do like these new segments. Like we have, you know, uh, obviously something we started on the quarantine was lockdown, and then we started the off the cuff thing where we started talking with past guests about just random topics about the history of blading, and we've now started rewind. People are loving the rewinds, by the way. I love the rewinds. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah, we have more coming. Also, we have uh, we debuted with uh, Cameron Card. Yeah, uh, on like one of the gnarliest hammers ever done, and uh, I did the. That second was one. incredible. Yeah, I gotta yeah, say Cameron he did. He, it, you did. You and him did such a good. Like he, he did such a good job telling that story bit by bit, exactly how it went down. And you and did he had the footage for it too. No, it's incredible that the footage is out there for it as well. So yeah, I like that. I'm really so, interested in doing more of those. And we, we got a few good ones coming up. We got Richard. He's actually going to be doing one soon. And mm -hmm. uh, you spoke to a few people, right? Yeah. I don't want to put out any names yet. We'll let them get surprised. With well, it. sorry we do if have, I put out a name. <laughs> whatever. It's fine. We, we have yeah. one. There's still more. And I'm sure Richard's going to hype people up anyway. So yeah. we have others coming. Stay out for more. Stay tuned for more rewinds. Um, we also uh, would like to really quick talk about Hip Bomb. Our, our, our sponsor, Hip Bomb. I've actually okay. had some people. First of all, I got my package. I was going to say, did you get your package? I finally I got, got my package. <laughs> and right when I got my package, I was having a problem with my ankle. 
Uh-huh. It was super swollen from like, I was just putting a lot of pressure on my right ankle skating like all day. And, you know, I had the surgery on in 2008. So it's like, yeah. gives me problems, but put the hip bomb on. I took a couple of big hits of the CBD and mm-hmm. then like nothing. It started just like heating up, felt go. good. And uh, yeah, some friends have actually gotten the hip bomb and they were giving me good reviews. So yeah, we have a bunch of people tagged us in their it's legit. Uh, purchases. Yeah, a bunch of people tagged us in their purchases. We like reposting them on our Instagram, and everyone was saying that they love it and how much how well it works and it helps them out every day. Yeah. So it is legit, guys. We're not fucking with you. <laughs> Hip bomb yeah. is uh, CBD topicals and drops. Uh, 100% organic, plant based. Let me get the picture up real quick. 100% organic and plant based. Am I doing the whole screen? What did I just do? Yeah, you did the whole screen. Hello, everybody. All right. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't even know how to get out of this. <laughs> there we go. All right, but show them the picture of hip bomb. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. You got it. Is that it? That's it. <laughs> hip so, bomb. Hip bomb. 100%. Use code Jump Street for 15% off the entire order. You can get uh, you know, the CBD droplets, the tink, uh, I think it's the tincture drops, the mm-hmm. uh the hip bomb. And the uh, mega strong full spectrum CBD, whatever that I haven't seen that one, but I've tried these other two things and they're incredible. Man, I need to try all these other products. It's just a different like um, way to use it. I think it's like a bar, like a deodorant, so you don't have to like get your hands all messy. Oh, cool. So it's all the same stuff. 100% plant-based CBD, you know, use the bomb for all your sore muscles and joints and stuff like that. Use the drops, take the edge off, uh, you know, with anxiety and stuff like that. And it helps your, your day go smoother. I love it. I use it all the time. Billy just started using it too. He loves it. All of our, yeah. whoever used it so far is loving it because they're reposting it too on Instagram. So check them out. Hipbomb.com code jump street for 15% off. Also, if you have any concerns with, uh, you know, marijuana products, cause you're not a fan, you don't like marijuana. Austin hates marijuana. <laughs> I don't hate so, it. I just don't do it. He doesn't do it. He doesn't enjoy but it. Sure, so I mean, but, purposes, but, sure, but I, the I CBD marijuana. he finds to be very useful. So yes. Yeah, I, I yeah, Billy know me for a long time. He knows that. that yeah, I well, weed. <laughs> you, you, you I, uh, like you like the CBD, CBD, and that's not you know your. I do. That, yeah, that's my sure. thing. It's not the your CBD. Thing. Yeah, I could use that 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> better to use now. I mean, have yeah. later. It's more useful now, anyway. Right. Are we ready for our guest? For our incredible guest. I know I'm hyped on this. The, the I'm stoked. The pre-show was sick. Oh man. Okay, without further ado. Without further ado, everyone, please welcome Dave Lang. Let's see if he's ready. Oh, man. I think I'm ready, dude. Hey, yeah. ready. <laughs> All right, there he is. You guys are good at that intro he's stuff, ready. man. Oh, no. Ready. Well, 66 episodes deep, you know? This is... Robbie put, uh, put an extra six on mine, and I felt that that was pretty appropriate. <clears throat> That's what we were just talking about. We're like, we didn't realize that it was episode 66 for you. And I was like, damn, <laughs> Perfect. like that's, that's meant to be serendipity Perfect. right there. Yes. So Dave, um, first things first, man, it's been a while. How are you doing throughout this quarantine? Uh, just, I'm, I'm start, trying to stay productive, man. It, I'm like, so used to being on the, uh, what's it called? Being on the road and working and everything. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel I feel complacent, but I'm trying to refocus like my energy towards like I've been really into making music, as you know, and mm-hmm. uh, and I've just been focused on that and just waiting for the my agency to open up again. And then and then that's it. dude. Just just hanging tight. You know, how about you guys? It's fucking crazy, man. It really. Yeah, is. it's really tough, man. I'm, I'm glad to hear you're staying busy. Um, yeah. Did you guys go back a phase or something in California? Yeah. Or was yeah. that a myth? 
He went yeah. back to phase. It's fucking crazy, yeah. We went back to phase one. It's fucking crazy. Like we love yeah. Fourth of July. Like the beach is awesome. <laughs> and then like everyone's like, like we wanted to just go. Me and my girlfriend wanted to go get a uh, a test or whatever, and you can't even you can't even get one because like all of the uh, it's too busy. Yeah, it's, it's every spot is full. I just got my uh, test today. My, my girl actually got one just last week, so just yeah. off the fly, she's good. I'm good. She's good. She's I'm good. negative too. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So keep your fingers crossed for me, folks. <laughs> I I think if I know you, I think you're playing. You and Paige, you guys are being safe, and I'm sure you guys are fine. You know me, dude. I'm I'm like. Captain I'm not playing Quarantine. no games with this. Hell no. Hell no. I've been Captain Quarantine anyways. I'm like work from home, like no matter what. So this is like kind of normal life anyways. But yeah. Uh, what's it called? But it's like not as cool as it usually is because I can't go out to the bar or anything like that. Ah, it's such a bummer. <laughs> Buddy and I were like talking about it. We were like, it's like uh, like going to Disneyland, but not even being able to ride all the rides and all that shit. Oh, it's such a bummer. Yeah, That's but, true. But we, we were joking open, about okay. building one in uh, Jeff's yard because like Jeff lives really close. And like we have like a, a crew in Long Beach that we all like uh, go to the bar on Thursdays. It'll be like B. Smith and Cruz and uh, Eric Sauer and, and Stockwell and... So yeah, we'll we'll go to the bar fr- uh, Thursday, but we haven't been able to do it since forever. So we were like, yeah, we gotta make we gotta make a bar in Jeff's backyard, pretty much like a stand up wood box with some like mm-hmm. stools, and that's it. Someone yeah. gotta dress up, uh, do the bartender every every other Thursday, and then that's it. <laughs> Let me know, dude, because like that's what it's been over here at Chateau Lang. It's been a fucking bacchanalia like every single week. Yeah. Well, at least you have a backyard, man. Who I really feel for during these times are like people in like New York with like studio apartments. You know, I'm just like, oh my god. Very, very lucky for fortunate for the living situation right yeah. now. Dave, yeah. can you turn your mic up a little bit? Does it go any higher? Turn it up. Yeah. I'll, I'll turn turn it up. me up in them headphones. How, how, how am I doing? Oh, that's good. That's good. Better. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I like that. I like that. You well, sound nice. You sound nice right now. Dave, <laughs> I gotta ask you, man, and I, and I hate to just jump straight into it so directly. Jump in. But three podcasts, let's go. You have like a really interesting, like, beginning story to your skating, like to to what ended up making you like this person who was so deep in skating, like being on this flick flag tour, making like one of the gnarliest edits. Like you know, you like you have actually a prototype of your pro skate. Like you were on this this trajectory, but when you started, um. You started skating and then you and then you quit for a long time, right? That's right. That's right. I uh, like like the whole thing started with my my cousin like coming over with his like K two fatty pros. So that's how it started, like from the very beginning, if you don't mind. And uh, yeah, and like, okay. am I going too far back? No, I wanted that this <laughs> far back. I wanted this far back. Okay. So yeah, my cousin Scott, he like came over <clears throat> with with his like K two fatties and like a stop sign that like he literally ripped out of the. Out of the I love those stop sign rails. You know what I'm talking. You had that like, <laughs> yeah, the green ones for years. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Best soul grind ever. Yes, the best. That. <laughs> so he came over with that, and he like puts down like some wax. I'm like, what is this guy doing? And he just like fronts did a front side across it, and I was like, that's it. Like I just know that I want to do that, and like every day, like I would keep that stop sign rail. And like, I would call him like after I landed something, I was like, yo, I did a UFO like all the way down. Like, uh, and then, and then that started like just that. And I grew up, I was, I didn't really have any, any skaters in my hometown. Uh, it was just like me and my cousin Scott. So I skated with a lot of like skateboarders that I was, that I was friends with. 
and uh, would only really see like the New Jersey crew, like Narmobile and what, what used to be Narmobile, then then graduated Schwedweiser and and all that stuff. And uh, but I would only see those guys at like skate parks, so I was like pretty much alone. Like I lived in yeah. a place called the Great Swamp Wildlife Refuge, so there was like that's what it's called. Nothing, yeah, in New Jersey. In New Jersey, where is that? Is that like a town name? Uh, no, it's it's like a it's like a national park actually oh, yeah dude, it's like it's it's out in the boonies like my parents wanted to put in like a pool into the place and we couldn't because of like endangered salamanders and like the whole, <laughs> whole time i lived there like i never once saw a fucking salamander <laughs> no way straight up yeah and i was wondering where you grew hopefully up they, too, say, I, they survived that endangerment if you didn't see any holy moly man that's uh, i think yeah, they, they had already been endangered possibly this makes sense because i I was like thinking about where in jersey you were growing up because every time we see it in jersey like i would see you at skate park once in a while but like you weren't like normally part of the normobile crew kind of yeah but but i saw you around but just like i was like where in jersey is he actually from forgot that like i was i was 30 minutes away from shields like so kind of like kind of out in the boonies that's where i'd always see you was was shields, shields. yeah like, i remember shields yeah I'd be like oh damn that's that's austin Paz, dude he makes the truth videos like, and i'd be like oh damn who's doing like double backflips on the launch box <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's damn, not that dude. launch box flat. <laughs> misty flipped a flat hit your hit your brain on the on the concrete kind of thing so so yeah it was just middle of new new jersey like middle of nowhere yeah so just like yeah middle of nowhere skate in the parks like you know have one guy to skate with but maybe skate with some skateboarders but not with their crew because you're living a bit further out and exactly get, get into get into it when you can so you're just kind of like half maybe halfway halfway I, invested kind of thing or no just no no i was like or? i was fully like on on the path of like trying to trying to go for it like my, my folks would like drive me down to to asas and that that was when i like kind of like showed them that i was i was like super serious with it we went down to like my dad and I went down to like ASA in DC or something like that. It was, I can't remember where it was, but I think it was Maryland. And uh, I ended up like qualifying and then, and then got the spot to go to finals in Sacramento that year. And like, I'll never forget it. Like my dad like calls up my mom and he's like, you won't believe it. David's going to California. Like, <laughs> no way. That's so cool. How old were you then? Uh, Probably like you were four- young. 14 or 15 something like that yeah oh shit damn still in i was still in high school uh pretty pretty young i was i think i was like freshman year yeah like freshman freshman or sophomore year of high school and then uh and i did that for the longest time like the asa contest like fast forward um i tried to like go i did that for like a couple years and then tried to go pro and then there was a contest at like the tiniest skate park in florida and like david sizemore actually uh, talk to me about this story he remembered it and and I was like I was on that day I was I was ready and then in practice I like went over like a two and a half foot hip or something like that and just landed flat and broke my collarbone but I didn't know I did it, it was the first bone I'd ever broken in my life and uh, I'd like tried to like skate around and I just remember like all of this like disappointment welling up in me. And I was like, I've realized that my collarbone was broken. If you look like my, my shoulders, like, still, Oh yeah, I see that. You Oof. can see it. It was, it was <laughs> that. Ew. Yeah. yeah, it looks. <laughs> and so, Collarbones gross me out. Yeah, that happened. And uh, can't blame you, dude. They're, it's a weird part of the body. Yeah. yeah. It's really strange. And then, so that happened. And then uh, I, that kind of like tossed me off the, off the radar for a long time because I couldn't, 
like lift my arm above above like here mm-hmm. and i spin to my left and i always like have this habit of throwing my throwing my arm over like super hard and i wasn't able to do that for years and uh that was like at the time that i was like a senior in high school and i was ready to go to school in in new york and my whole like yeah. thing was like i'm gonna go to new york i'm gonna be a street skater and i'm gonna yeah like pretend to go to college but be a rollerblader like and yeah. then and i ended up just like going to fucking college and then and succeeded for like the first time in school ever yeah because um, it was something i was passionate about and, and yeah and then i don't remember you living in new york yeah dude i was so i missed that well how long did you take how long was that break between you having that injury and not having skated your time in new york i i started skating so that happened like in the beginning or the end of like junior year in high school or no no sorry in uh senior year yeah and then i didn't start skating again i had these like remedies or whatever that were just collecting dust in my apartment on second street and avenue c so I lived like right, right over there, right. That's where you lived, LES. Yeah, I lived right in LES, right, right down the street from that, from that mobile gas station. That's Dude, there. Wow. I, that's my. Really freak, I love that. That's my hood. I love that area. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's my one, hood. <laughs> that's my hood, man. One day, Dude, that's that. And the craziest thing was like I had rollerblading in in my backyard like the whole fucking time, like right on that like sea ledge spot. Yeah. And, yeah. And I just noticed that those skates were like collecting dust and all this shit and then i was like walking home from from school i was going to school of visual arts on 23rd and 3rd mm-hmm. and i ended up walking by uh that skate park that was in the in the schoolyard that one time and they had that tiny ass mini ramp that the skateboarders uh made it was on like oh okay it was the one on like ninth and avenue a yes yeah yes. yeah we're like montre skated Mont- like the, yeah, the best report thing like thing, that yeah yeah, yeah dude yeah. montre dude yeah <laughs> talk about that guy for the rest of the podcast <laughs> okay so you're like a few years into not skating now yeah a few years into not skating and i saw that skate park i was like dude i have a skate park behind my my house basically so i went over there and i skated over there and uh i started skating the mini or whatever and lo and behold jordan baez shows up of course everybody meets jordan first in right. new york and well that really is his neighborhood he's yeah that is his there Straight up, and 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 he like he had his he had just uh, torn his ACL I get I think for the first time, and he like like hobbles over on his crutches. He's like, "Yo, what's good? Like, what's what's your <laughs> fucking deal? Like, I haven't seen you around before." And then I started skating. He's like, "Oh, you, you kind of nice, like or or whatever." And then and then he brought me down to Sea Ledge, and that was like literally the moment that I started skating again. I like fell right into the into the New York scene. Like, and Jordan Baez got you back into it. Jordan Baez, dude. Jordan, Jordan, I didn't know that. Jordan and Trav like lived with me for a little while. Like, like they no. didn't me, but they like stayed Might as well. Yeah, <laughs> like, they, they stayed with me like a, a shit ton for like a whole summer. Like Jordan, like like came in. Like he was just reminding me of this today. He was like, he's like remember that time? Like I went into your college. Like I went into school with you, and I was like, no. Like, <laughs> was, Jordan would say some shit like that, dude. Yeah, but but like Jordan was the whole reason why like I. I started skating again and uh and he was the reason why i went to last man standing which is like kind of where like i've really yeah. started again so and yeah and- that's that's i mean around around that time i remember meeting you like when you were back into it and very like enthusiastic like to be like in like just ripping and yeah you were man like you at last man standing that was that was something dude well you were the- on it 
It was, I like, I got, I won the amateur contest, I think. I think I got first place in the am, and then I got to like skate through all the way to the pro contest where it was that like that down ledge, and my legs were so dead that oh I was. Oh my God, a whole day of competing. I was comp- like throwing my body down the fucking stairs at that <laughs> oh, man. point. Like Brian Aragon's like doing like hard, hard spin topsoles and like all this Happy's stuff. there, right? Like happy. happy I was like, happy, yeah. I don't belong here. I look, happy, I look, is, happy is there skating a, a gap to a, 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 like a rail box down some stairs, like, you know, for the final spot. I just remember being like, wow, look, this is, yeah, this is really something. I never understood that stuff with contests back in the day. Cause like all the AMs and stuff like that would have to skate literally all day. The pros just wait for the pro contest pretty much. Oh, they're qualified. They're good. Okay. But like you guys are skating from like, you know, like noon, they have like three rounds and there's like a finals for that. And then you got to continue on to the pros. And then by that time you're done. And these guys yeah. are just like, all right, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Was, dude, I, I remember Two like- contest, man just jelly legs like at the end yeah. of the, it was it was nuts but that was yeah and then and then uh kato like got in touch with jordan and then i got put onto rems and then i just like i was like all right i'm doing you, it you now you're fully immersed yeah i was like i'm going i got like i got some like open shell rems that like hurt the sides of my feet and i i, I pretended like they were the best no disrespect kato but uh, but I was I was so hyped to to just be like doing it again, man. And I yeah, and I just like took that took that all the way through, dude. And I, I fucking I met you at your place. Like Jordan brought me to your house. I think that's where I first I first met you yeah. in the farm, and I was gromming out like oh, oh farm was there. Yeah, yeah, farm was there, and I like met Jero Farm. Like basically everybody that is New York was at your place that night, and I was just like oh like i i don't even know how to No, that place that, that uh, yeah and jordan always used to i used to like because we had that like side entrance door on like 13th street uh-huh. jordan used to jordan used to come up and like knock at my door at like 9 30 10 in the morning before he went skating and i'd be like you know he's he's like a younger guy then i was like hung over like from like you know <clears throat> being in that area at that right. age <laughs> yeah and I was just like, oh, what? He's like, yo, bro, you want to go skate, man? And I'm like, ah, oh, dude, nah, not right now. Like, in like an hour or something, hit me up later, come back there. He's like, yo, yo, come buy some wheels. And I'm like, yeah, dude, here. <laughs> so, so funny, man. Oh, my God. No, he's he's always been so, so like, even to this day, he's like yeah. so passionate and so high energy, dude. He's the man, like, when it comes to what he does in New York City skating. 100 Yeah, he's great. He really holds it down out there, like, for, for everything. He's got ghetto communities yes. going on. Like, he holds it down. Yeah, I was trying really, to find my ghetto community shirt actually for this show, but I couldn't find it. Bro, I'm trying to get one of those you soft tees. I still have, yeah, I, yeah. I have to make an order. Sorry, Jordan. I got to <laughs> support it. I'm being bad over here. So, I'll so be yeah. Happy for your support. Crazy. And then after, so long story short, after that, Woodward. Yeah, I was about to say like, okay, so just, just slowing down a bit. Um, so you graduate college. Mm-hmm. You, you stay in New York for a while or what? So once once I graduated, my lease was up on my on my place. And, and then, did you did you know what you're gonna do, or you're like no what? no okay? I had like that's I cool. Had, yeah, I was I was like I was yeah. like okay, I've got this degree. Like now what? Like that's I, a good start. Yeah, <laughs> was great. We're, we're fucked now. <laughs> got a degree and I got some skills. What's next? Yeah. yeah exactly. So I had like a little job with like Spin Magazine, and I was like doing stop motion 
animation for their like events like their like projections or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, and i was hopping around on like some some buddy's couches for a while and then i was like yo i should just go to woodward and then so i hit up richie velasquez and i was what do you like, mean like go what like like because like, you ended up doing more than going so like what do you mean well this is this is the this is the the transition to that so okay. i hit i hit richie up and i was like i was like yo can i come osi like open skate instructor and mm-hmm. just like live there and like skate for a couple weeks and i get there and the first week i'm like just osi and like bumming out like kind of thing and then the next week uh the video production teacher like just left there was no video production teacher and then i was and richie was like didn't you just graduate from school with this i was like yeah and he's like you want to be the video production guy like and then i ended up doing that for like i think it was the rest of the summer and I, I just like took over the video production thing. And then uh, and then I left the summer and then went back bumming around like hopping couches. Was Miguel there at that point? Miguel. So, oh, man, dude, you know, it's really funny. My dad met Miguel before I did <laughs> at an AIL, at AIL. He was like drinking beers with my dad. And then he's like, oh, <laughs> he's like, oh, that's that's my uh that's my son over there. He's like this, this fucker right here. And then like, <laughs> that's, cool. that's, how I, that's how I met Miguel. But I don't know. I don't think I, I remember Miguel being there. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But he was there for like, he was like my older brother once I for per- sure when moved out there. Yeah. Thing. He okay, was, so you just worked the summer and then you left again. Back to couch surfing. Yeah. Back to couch surfing. And then, and then uh, like I was, I was hot. I was like literally leaving one of my buddy's places. And then I get a call from Richie and he's like, Hey, do you want to, come work at Woodward he's like we're starting a uh like a homeschool action sports thing for kids and we need a video production teacher as like an elective and I was like hell yeah he's like when can you leave I was like I literally have my bags packed right now and then they sent me a uh, a contract for health insurance and twenty three thousand dollars uh no and then and like uh, uh, the pool house you remember the pool house yeah and so like I i I flew out there. My parents- so you're not paying rent. You got you got this. Like he had a badass house that we were. Uh, it was a house. Yeah, it was it was literally a house. <laughs> Anybody who went to the pool house, like, dude, there were fights that broke out into that house. <laughs> I remember, hey. dude, Scooby Doo four like beat the shit out of like 50 people in that place one time. Who's Scooby Doo four? He's the biggest dude I've ever met in my life. Yeah, that's how bigger I bigger than Scooby Doo three. Like he's gotta probably, be, yeah. <laughs> logically speaking. Uh, he he was just always like a blader. Like that was at uh, what's it called? He was just always at like contests or whatever. And uh, well, shout so, out like, Scooby I, before I moved out there. Yeah, shout out Scooby. Thanks for shout clearing out. Scooby. It was actually because Joey Chase like threw. There was like some like local. They called if for anybody who doesn't know, Woodward's in a place called Tehachapi, and it's a. They call people their locals out there to Hecapekians. And there's a bunch of local to out at the place that were like starting some shit at the crib. And uh and Joey Chase actually threw a bottle at one of them and then it like this whole fight broke out that like the police like ended up showing up. Like we turned off all the lights in the pool house. Like we it was it was bad. Joey but, Chase just straight up started the fight. He's like, Yeah, you want you want to fight? Through a bottle. I think he's totally I, don't know, I don't know what transpired. I was sitting Shout on out my Joey couch. Chase. I love Joey Chase. Shout out Joey. I was just talking to him the other day, like briefly. It's fucking fucking dude. You look good to yeah. a short hair, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> short hair. Um yeah. And then uh, I didn't know that Woodward wow, paid what, health what, insurance. That's fucking 
I yeah, know anything that was the, pay health insurance and skating, you know, my parents just thought I was like trying to fuck off to, uh, to California. And so they like, they like actually like wanted to see my contract and everything. And like, that was one of the, the selling points. They're like, well, if you're going to live at a skate park, you need to have health insurance, like kind of thing. And I was like, don't you worry. I got a PPO. Like, let's, let's go. So I got, like, got that tiny ass salary and, and, uh, <laughs> And that's it. Like it was, it was literally the best thing that I've ever done in my life. Though. And you stayed there for a bit. Three and a half years, three and a half years. And if it wasn't for Woodward, I would have never ended up in Germany at Flick Flack and doing all that stuff. And uh, like Pam Velasquez got a, an email that tell me how random this is. This would never happen in the real world. They, they for, she forwards me an email that says seeking mega ramp inline stunt skaters. And it was, I was like, that's me. And then, and for, that, for, for the mega ramp show that I was doing with Shima over, uh, over in Europe for, for nine months. Oh. Okay. Hang on. Wait a sec. <laughs> we'll get to, we're going to get to that. Wild um, story. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get to that real quick. Was that before or after the injury? That was before I made that's it before through, I made it through all of that shit. And so you went through. back to Woodward. Oh, oh, just for the competition. Yeah. Just for the AIL contest. Okay. Okay. Cool. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to all that, but um, I could go on about like all this shit. Like I was going to say, so I just want to touch on that time at Woodward. So like at Woodward, I feel, I feel like that's when you really came into like your skating with like the mega ramp stuff. And 100%. you were like, you were like totally like, yeah, like you became that guy. Like, I feel like you guys made a rail for specifically you to skate on that you know, that's, and I, as far as I know, that's the biggest mega ramp on the, on the planet at the time, right? It's gone now, but. Yeah, right? it's gone now, but yeah, it was, it was one of the, it was like one of two standing mega ramps. Now, like, like Clay Craner has like a double mega ramp in his like backyard. You should actually right. check that shit out. Those clips are tight as fuck. That ramp looks so sick. Uh, but like, yeah. how did you get in? Like, let's, let's touch on that for a second, because how did, how did you get like into that? And we'll, because that thing is terrifying, man. Like that's oh. a. Dude, that is a beast. When I when I saw Danny Way's part, like, and I saw that ramp, I was like, if I ever get the opportunity to do something like that, I'm gonna go for it. And then I was like, literally had one down the hill from me, and then and it was just one of those things that they would open it up for the campers on like Thursdays, and then like when the campers would go back, we'd continue sessioning, dude, and I would literally stay out there with Miguel until until nightfall, just like trying to trying to learn it and learn it I just like had i cannot believe they opened that for the campers by the way that's yeah, like that's shocking. Not, not the gap they only did the quarter pipe like the, okay the landing in the quarter pipe which is still like that's crazy too crazy. It's insane. Yeah. that's crazy than the ramp itself <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, i've seen i've seen some things happen like I've, I've 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 done things to myself on that ramp too that like that like like the whole like fucking landing on the coping and flipping over like i've done that like before in front of a whole shit ton of skateboarders too which is like they love that they're like oh dude yeah. later later <laughs> ate it man too bad <laughs> what, what was your worst mega ramp fall <laughs> what was your worst mega ramp fall then because you destroyed that ramp like it looked like you were chilling the whole time on it worst one um mm, that's a good question on that ramp that probably probably that one dude honestly like clipping the coping clipping the coping and and flipping all the way down it wasn't so much about because like even if you landed super flat bottom there was so much transition on that on that mm -hmm. ramp like 
you're just like landing in an eight four quarter pipe it feels like mm. but like but i i just remember like like just getting compressed at the top and then just like boop, like my <laughs> legs left me and i was like i was doing one of these i was rolling down the windows and then I just like i get 180 somehow and i just bolted my knees blop and i just oh, flipped oh over no and the transition and it was just like both my knees just went oh, oh. No. i was like that's it how long were you out for after that I just, I, dude, that ramp took me out like a couple of times, like just the wood burn alone, dude. The, mm, fi yeah. the fiery shower, as Miguel would call it. <laughs> the fiery shower. Fire shower. <laughs> I always wonder what was worse. Like, I guess it's personal preference. Like, it, it all sucks either way. But would you rather clip the coping or flat bottom? Clip the coping. You rather clip the coping? Yeah, flat yeah. bottom. You're finished. Hundred percent. No, clipping the coping looks so deadly. It looks like it just chops you in half. No. Well, flat bottom's like 30 feet. Dude, yeah, no. Jake Browning, have you ever seen that? that yeah, of course, yeah. Bro. Well, he did a, he did like the worst case scenario. Like, <laughs> he landed flat, like flat. <laughs> yeah. That's, that, that's as flat as you can get. Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, dude, like, I'll, I'll clip that coping any fucking day, Austin, any day. Straight but, up. But, but I feel like, because we went out there to visit with the SSM guys, and I feel like you were, I feel like, it's strange because it's not one of those things you can get too comfortable on, but I feel like you got as comfortable as you possibly could get on something like that. Like, I don't know when I, we went there with Maddie and, and during that trip and Brian. Oh yeah. I was but you were just like pumping it, like skating down it, which is terrifying because it's like down a mountain. I'm like, this sounds like because you keep on like going faster down the the plywoods. Pizza, yeah, the pieces of skate light, you can hear them like passing faster and faster as you get skate as you. It's nuts, dude. Terrifying. Terrifying. At the first time, it's terrifying, but like once you the every every time the first drop in is the worst drop in of all time. That's like every time, right? Every single time. But but you gotta like you got. It's like you know what it is. It's like you got to do that first one. You got to like take that shot of adrenaline because like once you like fall, it's like the same thing. Like when you're trying like a hammer on street or whatever, something you're scared of. Once you get like first go out of the way, but damn, that's a hell of a first go on that one, man. Yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's exactly what you're saying, dude. That like that shot of adrenaline, like, and, and like after that, you're just like, that was the craziest thing I've ever done. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm going to go back up there and, and you would walk it too. So like you, oh my god the walk alone yeah, it's like a, a freaking workout. full workout i never thought about that that's crazy you have to walk shape, all the way up best shape of my life the the whole summer i was your glutes your glutes are on in on shape right there Bro, <laughs> he was glute more, ready more than i was gluten free i'm more gluten free now dude I'm <laughs> oh. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> oh my god no but honestly that like walk from the bottom to the top like if you do two of those that's like more than the average person's workout per day that's yeah. that shit is just up a mountain mm -hmm. it's yeah. up and a mountain on blades you're walking up a mountain on with blades on your feet it's so weird and wearing two pairs of pants like full pads <laughs> like uh, a yeah. shirt if you're smart you're wearing you. two pairs of pants yeah dude because yeah. anybody knows that like one one slide out on that like just the little cracks in the seams of of uh of the skate light or whatever just going over that three times is like a cheese grater on your ass you yeah know? then it's a fire shower and you're finished yeah. fire that, shower. Was, uh, that was the reason straight up why i didn't okay because me and maddie were going down there and i was like uh he was like i want to do it and i was like i don't even know if i want to do this man but like 
I guess if I'm in a situation where a couple of my peers are there, you know, I'm going to, as an adult, still succumb to peer pressure. So I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll, 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 we'll do it. So we're going like halfway down. We're trying, we're jumping it. So anyway, Maddie gets the courage. He goes, he clears it. And he just like kind of just barely doesn't clear the end, hits the knuckle and bumps on it and just like slides down. That simple thing like broke his thumb. His thumb was like over yep. here. And I was like, oh my, it didn't even look like he fell. It, it looked like nothing happened. It looked like he was like, boop. Oh, and he's like, oh, my, my thumb's broken. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm not doing this. Like I'm, <laughs> that point I was like 29. I was like, nah. But you were like, let me disaster a 20 stair rail instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's the thing. That's my forte. I'm not, I'm not going to like do anything on the mega. That's going to be like, you know, cool. It's going to be like literally the hardest thing for it's going to be ju just jumping it. I'm not mm -hmm. gonna like do anything like oh just jump it now do something yeah. cool like no just jump it shit my pants and then I'm done. Yeah. So I figure I could skip that, you know. In, in that edit that Buck made that week, there's like a great clip of you like after after doing you're like you're like absolutely not. Like, yeah. <laughs> I bet, dude. Actually, I'd love to go through those edits. Oh my god, those SSM edits are sick, dude. Oh, like, are they still up? Oh yeah, yeah. They're still they're still out there, dude. Oh, I gotta check that out. Man. I, I even have them on my computer. I'll send them to you. Definitely, man. Web, dude. Definitely love that. Also, those yeah. TPTs up on the gram, Dougie. Ah, oh, love that. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. The mega ramp, bro. That, that the gap, mega ramp. That gap. I mean, dude, I just, I love that thing, man. Yeah. It's, was the rail built for you? Fish just said it was built for you. Was that, is that true? Yeah. That's completely. I didn't know that. Yeah. That was, that was like, that was one of those moments that, like, so I went back to the East Coast, like I forget what it was, but there was that WRS like uploaded contest, the the video yeah. contest or whatever, and I and I like got like I got an entry, I guess I don't know how they they called me up or something like that, I don't know, but uh, but I was over on the East Coast and like when I got back, I only had like two days to film it, and uh, and I was like shit, like well I want to I want to at least like make the first mega ramp edit that there that there was like that's. That's my one claim to claim mm -hmm. the fame is like I, I had the first mega ramp at it. Sorry, happy dude. Didn't mean to. No, that's awesome, man. That's cool. But Especially was, in that in that format, because you know, yeah, well, it was I, a good format for it, you know. And I knew that people were gonna exactly Bill. That's I was like, I knew that people were gonna be watching it and everything. And yeah. and uh, but I was like, I was like, fuck, I just can't like do like a mega ramp edit, but I'd always like had that dream of like gapping to the rail or whatever. And then so I, I called up Chris Sherry. Yes, of no. course it was Chris Sherry. Chris Sherry. Yeah, he's the he's the man for the job. He's the man. Shout out Chris yeah. Sherry, dude. And totally. I, I hit him up. I was like, I was like, dude, do we have any like metal like laying around the around Woodward somewhere? Which of course they do, like everywhere. Yeah. For whatever reason they Which just... of course Chris does as well. Yeah. 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 And he so I was like, I was like, do you think you can build me like a mega ramp gap to rail? And he's like, Of course. And then and then like he like sends me like this like this drawing of of it like and he's like i think that this will be right and when i flew back and i'll never forget it dude i was driving back into tehachapi the sun was setting and i he was he took a picture of it on his like phone and sent it to me and i went to like i drove from lax to tehachapi and i stopped at the mega ramp and that shit was just bolted onto the landing and i no. looked at it and i was like fuck now I gotta wow, do it. Yeah. It was like yeah. head height, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it was overhead height. No, it was way <laughs> overhead height. Yeah. And, and go the, look at that edit again. If anyone's listening to this, 
go look stop that i mean if anyone's watching live keep watching but if you're not watching live go pause <laughs> this go look at that edit again that thing is like how tall is that 10 it's, 12 feet tall it's at its at its highest point was probably like eight or ten feet eight or ten something like that yeah and and it was just it was it wasn't even like rounded off at the end so mm-hmm. you could potentially just be skewer on that if you oh yeah that's well, what you i was 100 impale yourself yeah. Yeah. that was like something i i thought of when i was watching you the attempts of you try it you don't even forget about the plinko game that you could be playing like because there's no wood like between the two bars so like it, yeah if you saw oh. like got caught in between there and just tuk, 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 like price is right bro like oh, <laughs> price is wrong bro. Price never wrong. thought about that one. Oh my god yeah yeah like, yeah so no i mean skated for that edit yeah I, I literally just did it i did that for that edit and uh and i did the gap to rail the first day and i filmed like a lot of the gap tricks um that same day but i went back and like looked at the footage and and the rail thing and i was like i was like shit dude like I was like, somebody's just going to say that I just hovered over that rail. It's like, cause you're just going so fast. You just kind of like put your feet down. Like people mm-hmm. don't realize that there is like a lot of impact. That a lot. Yeah. yeah, A lot. And you have to undershoot it too, which is also just as scary. It's a 50 oh, foot yeah. gap to grind. <laughs> yeah. There's no way you can slice that in a way where that's not <laughs> gnarly. There, there's going that fast to any grind is just yeah, how do you warm up to that? Like, how, to, how with the first try? Like, what do you there is possibly no. do? There is you a, just do it. No warming up. No, it, <laughs> it was it was one of those. Actually, all of the attempts are on my are on my YouTube channel. You can see every single attempt. Yeah, I watched that I'll not too long, long ago with I'll with Corey. Actually, me and Corey like sat and watched that like maybe a month or two ago. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's something to watch. That's for sure. It's one of those things that you just like you kind of do the do the gap the way you usually do it. You like kind of try to spot your landing and then just like don't start from the top and just slowly inch your way down until you start hitting the hitting the top of the rail because initially i was i would just like kind of dink it at the end yeah and then just go off or whatever and then eventually got like the the right spot or like put like a mark on the on the thing where i would start well i got what i was saying is like i want to look at the footage and i was like i was like fuck dude like anyone could just like hover onto yeah that. yeah so I went back the next day and I was like, I got a 270 off. So people know that this is like a 270 off the real thing. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's also a clip that go that the, that second day I do it to faking first trip, first try by, by accident. And that like clip never made it into the edit, but I don't know why I just thought it wasn't like good enough or something, but it should have been in the fucking edit. Yeah. Well, it, you know what? Put, that in, put that in a TBT brother. Exactly. That is something. <laughs> Gotta get my views up now, dude. Yeah, I ain't that, got no, I ain't got no job. I gotta, I gotta work on this Instagram. <laughs> this monetization. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Friday. <laughs> I ain't got no job. No, tomorrow's Friday. But that, um, that two seventy out was the icing on the cake, though, because the right. best part about it was, was everyone so so obvious that like you cleared another hundred feet off that two seventy. Like you hovered the distance to the rail. You did the same distance off the rail. It was insane. Yeah, yeah. That's that was always, that was like the funnest part though. Honestly, is like seeing how far like you could go down, like going off of the like off the knuckle and just like launching out like it was like a ski slope or something like oh, that. Yeah, you like flat spin there from the knuckle. Yeah, yeah. In the six six six. That's it. insane. Yeah, I, I, I want to skate the knuckle. Yeah, I yeah. Know. I mean, that that looked like more of a Knuckles gainer off. to me. Yeah, it was a gainer. It definitely yeah. was. We landed fakie though, no? Oh yeah. Yeah, it was like backflip one eighty. Yeah, backflip one eighty kind of. And it yeah. was. 
all the way down there. Yeah, I, that I was really sent that shit. Oh, up. Man, I love that clip. I forgot like when you skated like that. I love those like the fakey rocket fives and all that. Love, oh, bro. Love, 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 oh love. my god, those yeah. those are my favorites, dude. I, all right, fakey yeah. fives, so good. Best go spin ever. The best. <laughs> okay, so uh, you're in the midst of just developing and uh, making your making your mega ram skills like the best thing ever and then you get the call and they're like hey or pam's like gets the email hey check it out you know look i got a company from germany and they ended up you ended up going with i think you brought shima on right and then you went on this thing where you essentially lived in a storage container with brian shima going through um, germany doing shows skating this incredibly sketchy ramp if i'm not mistaken right so how did that all what was the what was the story behind that uh, so like you said, it, like Pam got that email and then, uh, like, I was like, I was like, Hey, so that's me. I'm the guy that you want for this. And then, uh, totally you're the guy about, about a week later, yeah. uh, this, this guy, Benno Castine, who's like a legend in the circus world. Like there's even to this day, like <laughs> neighbor, that is so funny. <laughs> dude, my neighbor, my neighbor next door, he's from Germany and he knows flick black. Like it's a legendary no. thing. Like, like I've talked to people like outside who are, like have just been to Germany and they're like, oh yeah, the circus, like, it's like circus, circus Soleil of Germany, exactly. But no. like on like a crazy twisted level, like because dude, all of those acts were so dangerous. Like the amount yeah, they of- had like a bit of nitro in there too. They had like the motocross, right? They had yeah, they had everything, dude. They had, yeah. they had motorcyclists in in like a globe, ten of them. Oh, like, that's insane. I saw or, some of that. Sorry, it'd be eleven of them. There'd be five on the on the bottom, five on the on the top, like going like this, and one guy would just be going around like the the group of them. And I, I've seen those guys like get twisted. That up. shit is insane, bro. Oh my god, that is so hashed, dude. They did it every single day, bro. Single <laughs> and day. you too, right? Okay, okay. So yeah. like, how did you wait? So it was just you at first, and then you, I think you got Shima on, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So once I, once I met up with that Benno guy, uh, he flew me out to, out to Berlin. We actually watched a, one of happy shows in Berlin. And then we went down to like, I can't remember where it was like Dusseldorf or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and they had already like built the, built the role in, but they had, they needed me to like kind of show them how to, how to build the, the lip. And so that was like what we did that week. And then he was like, like Benno was like, okay, you're hired. Like, find me a team of of crazy like riders i was like he's like i want i want rollerbladers and and bmxers and because the skateboard thing would be too much of a liability if it like flew off into the crowd because hmm. what people don't know is that that ramp the landing itself was like just the skinny it was like 12 feet wide or something like that it wasn't so like feet. the nitro circus ramp it well, wasn't like no, the mega no, ramp it was a any, completely any different thing wrong way left and right yeah it was really you, thin you were in the crowd. So they like mm-hmm. actually built nets so we wouldn't fall into the crowd because the, just the, in case. Yeah, just in case. And the but the ramp would lower down like on chains and then they would attach the, the lip to it. So but if the chains were uneven, sometimes the ra- the what's it called? The rolling would be like off kilter. Wait, so they would lower it down every night? Dude, it was yeah, that's it, crazy. It was a completely different ramp every single night for nine months, no warm up cold jump what nine months six days a week two times saturdays and sundays and it was cold jump no warm-up right after right after the intermission and like it's like okay go and do your three best tricks like 
good luck hope you survive like hopefully the ramp is like level today and because oh sometimes you, you'd be going down the the what's it called the rolling would be off kilter and then once you hit the flat bottom you'd want to like shoot to the right or to the left so you'd have to like straighten yeah. and there was no flat bottom uh actually Tolmik, uh prisbillic he actually went on to that show like later yeah um, later on Tomek, who, who's Tomek? he uh i believe he's from poland Mm -hmm. oh i know tomek no he's for a, sure he yeah, yeah, yeah. super rad yep super rad skater but he, i think he can probably attest to the fact that that ramp was like different every single every single show and and like there's literally no flat bottom in there so like yeah you were either you were either off or you were on and like and that whole year we were living so, so how, did, how did that work when like they they had you guys like because you test it out before you do the shows or they they flew you and brian out i assume and then you were like, hey, they were like, hey, test it. Or was it like straight to the shows? No, it was, it, we, um, this is, this is like even crazier. Cause we, we shared the, like the FMX landing and the F, excuse me. I got, got the beers guys. Cheers. Uh, uh, the FMX landing was, was like a wood landing with like carpet over it. And that's, and that's what we were landing on. But it was also like the lip was here. And typically with the mega ramp, it's like, it's like a step up. But this is like a yeah. step down and we had added like a whole nother meter to the to the lip. So like for the first month or whatever, we were just going up and then like just coming down on it and like that, gaps, like like gap gaps, impact. Gap yeah. impact, like off of a fucking mega ramp. Oh my god, every day every, for nine months and twice on Saturdays? Yeah, two times Saturdays and Sundays. And we and were Sundays, no days off. One we had Mondays off. That was the only we had yeah, we had only Mondays off. And we were also like living above the law, like partting until like seven o'clock in the morning because like we didn't have any responsibilities. <laughs> yeah, like, you're also so, you're also sore and in like an, a new city every day too. So you're like, all right, well, I'll offer some beers, you know, to relax. And well, then... we, would, we would be we'd be in a city for like at least like a month or two. Like if, right. they, if they. OK. Uh, yeah. So it which, which was nice. It's not like we were like touring. We like actually just like had a home base, which was cool because we oh, also. That's cool. We also got to like experience the cities and everything like that. We got into, we got into a lot of shit. Like <laughs> me and Jima was fucking sick actually. I mean, there's just, cool. there's like a couple of stories that like uh, that like go through my head when I think about it. But yeah, dude, it was like. Well, don't let me stop you from telling a cool story. Well, uh, you want to hear about the the time that I almost got me and Shima killed in Duisburg? <laughs> sounds like a good story. It's a good place to start. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> oh, rollerblading! I almost got your favorite rollerblader killed one day. Uh, <laughs> we were we were coming back from this. Uh, we were in, and I think that a lot of like any German uh, guys out there that can comment on this Duisburg. I, I is, is like it was like the nicest like campground that we had, but it was like the town itself like had nothing. But like where our tent was was across the street from this club, so we would like go there and get drunk every single night, and. Uh, <laughs> And we were coming back from the club one night with like a case of beer and there was these uh like this big group of like of like car enthusiast guys i guess they were just like kind of like hoodlums in a in a way and they were like driving like doing donuts in the in the parking lot of our of our show and one of these guys like comes like and zooms like literally inches away from me like tries to tries to like basically hit us with the car like like almost 100 miles an hour and i i kicked the car and that was the worst mistake I could have made because at that point uh, the, I hear the brakes slam and I just look over at Shima who's like also holding like a 30 case of, 
of beer with me and over at me and he goes dave you just fucked us (laughs) and no sooner that he could say that did i get like pushed down and i like i like get like i take one of the bottles out to like try to defend myself and i go and turn around and i see like there are just like 40 people like the whole parking lot was like ready to kill us like there was a guy with like a knife there was like brass knuckles or whatever but we had a these guys had knucks What's that story shit? Dude, these guys fight then. If you got knucks, yeah. this is this is part of your sh- this is part of your thing. Who uses knuckles still? They were people they who were, like fighting use knuckles. People like that. They were looking for trouble. Dude. Yeah, if you got knuckles, you're looking for it. And unfortunately, that night I found it. So, but Shima looks at you. I could just see Shima, Dave. <laughs> you fucked us. <laughs> Very matter of fact. I will I never. I will never forget that. So, like, of course, and that I get punched. Uh, <laughs> I get punched in the face, like. Yeah. And then there's this local that's with us. Thank God that this person was with us because they go up to them and they're they're saying all this like German shit and they're like, no, 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 blah, 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 whatever. And then like... He's like, you know, Americans, they can't hold their booze. He's <laughs> like, come on, they're not like us. Let them go. I don't know what they said, but yeah. they, they like, like we we got shooed off and like as uh, as like we're walking away, these guys are like kicking like the back of our legs and all this shit as we're trying to walk away. They're taking all of our bottles of beer and like throwing them at us, like oh, as booze. as we're like walking away. But this is the best part of the story. We actually went back and we got all of that beer and we drank it that night. And <laughs> you left the beer there? We, well, yeah, we were trying to like run for our lives. Yeah, of course not. We had, like, well, I mean, people I mean, ready to kill us. Like, so like, you every story has a happy ending. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. At least this this a story with a happy ending is an oak is a good story. We got we got the beer and then that was that was the end of that, dude. Yeah. Wow. Dude. Yeah. So that was that was uh that's what that was the moment that I learned like uh do not oh that was that was the whole moral of the story. Shima actually taught me this the next day. He's like Oh good. She's a wise one. Yeah, he is a wise one. He is. If you've seen his podcast, you you would know how, yep. how righteous the man is. For sure. Uh and he, he looks at me and he goes, he goes, Dave. What did you learn last night? And I was like, <laughs> don't do that shit again. And he goes, he goes, no. He says, do not fuck with what you do not know. And that those words have like stuck with me to this day. I haven't gotten into a fight since kind of thing. So that's well, that's really- a that's a real deal situation for Eric. Like, don't be like, fuck you, fuck you, because you don't know. Yeah. You yeah. just don't know mm-hmm. when you're gonna cross Johnny Brass Knuckles <laughs> and he's gonna come with his boy Peter the Knife. <laughs> They're just out looking for Dave and Shima, you know? Yeah, dude, it was that was that was definitely not one of my better moments, but yeah. And then you had to skate that day or something, like the next day? Yeah, we skated the, we skated the next day. And actually, so this is crazy. So the police got involved and they like found those guys. But what had happened was um oh my god, I this is crazy, dude. So the police get the like get those guys, but one of the one of the people in the show like knew the Hells Angels chapter from out there. So the next day they call out the hell's angels and like literally a whole section. It's like, it's like 2,500 people in that, in that uh, what's it called in that tent. And like, there's just like literally one whole section of just guys in cuts and hell's angels. Like, made their presence. And, like I sw- hand to God as a result of, of the, of them knowing that you had fought. Y- yes. People, and, yeah. And they and- showed up to your show to watch you and Shima skate rollerblade. As, right. and to make presents and to and to with their them. cuts, what with their cuts and their and bikes they- and their chicks and they were hollering and hooting 
and screaming the whole thing. But they were and, stoked for you guys. So wait, I'm I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to just figure this out. So someone get into the huge fight with the locals. Why did the Hell's Angels come to the show? I'm sorry. Because one of one of the people in our show, like his his like mother or something like that, was like married into like some motorcycle world and like okay. knew, and knew that chapter of Hell's Angels that we were, huh. that we were at. And they were like, okay. hey, these guys got fucked with last night. We can't have this. Like, they, and because the thing was, they came for protection. Yeah, and these guys, like those, the, they were like all those like car guys. They came. Oh, that's gangster shit. Yeah, that's mad responsible, isn't it? That's it's so responsible, responsible but it's for the also gangster <laughs> shit. It was. It was. Whoa. It was the like the most because those guys were like and they the kids that were like fucked with us or whatever. They were like they would come back to the parking lot just kind of like waiting for us for the next couple of days. Yeah, that's why like oh, the police or whatever got involved. But before like anyone knew that the police were involved, like someone called the Hell's Angels to make presents at the show so that nobody would fuck with the show. And Stop. the Hell's Angels like literally just like kept us good. Wow. <laughs> Hand to God, bro. Wow. Hand to God. Crazy. Wow, bro. You and shit. That is so <laughs> cool, man. Dude, that was that was the craziest the craziest fucking year. The fact that I didn't that I didn't have my brain injury there was a miracle. Like right, I, it was basically. I mean, like, I mean, you had to skate with a helmet during that show, right? Yeah, yeah, but like it for like it just didn't matter. Like if, however you fell on that on that ramp until they until they built a new landing. So like yeah. I was saying, we were hitting flat for so long that like. At one point in time, everybody was just injured. Like it would just be like, well, <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day, like one person would be out of the show. And then the next day, like the next two would be out of the show. It's like, well, we can't do a show with just because it was just four of us initially. And that turned into a, a crew of six of us. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then they had to close the show down. And then they spent like 30,000 euros or something like that to build us a new like resi landing, like how Nitro Circus had. Right. And then yeah, get you guys a fucking landing. What the fuck? Flat. Jump to flat. Well, flip <laughs> flat didn't last for however many years by buying this and buying that, did they? <laughs> Especially like for the fact that you're landing on carpet with right. rollerblading wheels. Like yeah, ooh. you're skating a ramp that FMX people are, are riding on. I, I have a clip that I'll uh, that I'll send you, Austin, of of like that landing, and you can just see that like my my wheels just get caught up, and I just like stop and just like fall completely back and. Bro, we got we had so they built us a new landing and then we were, then we started tossing the doubles and that's when the show really uh, yeah yeah I remember hang on really quick uh -huh. I want to continue on with this story but I just noticed we have R Miguel Ramos in the chat mm. and Mike Martino so I wanted to give a quick shout out to Mike Martino and Miguel Ramos shout out guys my God yo so I was talking to to Martino earlier. This is this is how small the fucking world of rollerblading is, like, or how expansive it is, whichever it is. So, my the house that's next to me, the the people just closed on, and I met the neighbors or whatever. This guy Noah and his his I'm assuming wife Becca. Yeah. And, and Mike sends me a screenshot of I had to open up the chat, and this guy says, "That's my new neighbor." No way. And he's friends with fucking Mike Martino, dude. And no the guy way. that's moving in next door is like Mike Martino's homie. No. Mike, I'm going to be seeing you soon, Dougie. That's, that's so nuts. random. You know where I stay. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Shout <laughs> out Miguel, too, for like yeah. straight up being my older brother and, and uh, 
guru for so many years and putting up with my uh, Davisito Lang bullshit. You know what I'm oh, saying? You know, dude, so, dude, Miguel and I used to get hash too, like in the Woodward days, man. For sure. The, the summer camp days, like we only had, we only had Saturdays, man. So like we would, we had like after at Friday or, or we, yeah, we only had Saturday. Fuck. We're crazy. Miguel. We're absolutely fucking crazy. Bro, how many years did you work six days a week? Yeah. What, that's your whole life. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's kind of crazy because like, even though I didn't have a job right when I got out of college, I like, I ended up working like full time, like year round, like after that, which was, which was kind of sick. But we, we had like at the end of the week of camp, like Friday, They'd like have like the talent show and then Miguel and I would just like pack up my car and we beeline it all the way to, to uh, long beach. And then we would like hope on the prospect. Sorry, Paige, if you're watching this, we'd hope on the prospect that we like end up at like a nice lady's house or something. Right. But you know, mo- but, most days. Of, but most of the times we would be parked in that parking lot. That's across the street from the theater over there. Right. Miguel yeah. and I would sleep in my car and then we'd there like, we'd party all night, sleep in the car. And then we party all Saturday, like evening. And then we would like Miguel most likely because I would get too fucked up. Yeah. Like, would drive, would drive us back like six in the morning, like barely like keeping his eyes open. Like he's on- a warrior. He's dude, a warrior, warrior sure. dude. Like he taught me what what it is to be like determined and like persistent and all that. And uh, dude, big and we, shout out to the guy. Big I, shout I, out. I wanted to. to I, I didn't want to take you too far away from from the story where you were talking about. You know. Uh, oh kinda, no! You, you kind of like wrapping up your trip on on Flick Plack and like being there nine months and coming back to the states and that whole thing. That was the worst part, honestly. Was coming back. Was it a depression was, a little bit because you're living such an adventurous life? A hundred percent. Yeah. No like, excitement. It was the it was the lowest like of lows. I was like I was actually like like in a full depression kind of thing because whoa uh, because like dude think about it like you're playing you're playing these shows like you're like kind of like pseudo celebrities like yeah are, like everyone knows you're, like your your pictures all you're over a goddamn you're, you're a rock star you're coming out you're doing three tricks a night that's your job exactly <laughs> three <laughs> tricks a night. Three tricks a night. You might die in each trick. Don't fall. Go yeah. go party until until the birds. That's yeah. what Mishima used to say. The the morning birds like came up. He'd be like, oh, "No, <laughs> time, Dave, time we to go to sleep again." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did it again. <laughs> <laughs> and then we I can like, relate to that sentiment. Yeah. Oh my god, I, I can relate to that right now. That's my quarantine. Shout out Shima. <laughs> I've been going to the birds lately on the full weekend warrior because like people have jobs still. Like, yeah. So, uh, it's rough, man. But yeah, I got back, dude. It, it sucked. And, uh, where'd and you I, go? I went, I actually stayed with my folks in New Jersey for a while because I hadn't like really seen them for a year. Yeah. But, catch up with the folks after living such a pirate life, eh? Yeah. And, but that was like, it was like everything like, ah, and then like, like complete stop. Mm. And it's just like, fuck, like, I'm not like mm. drinking my wife's beer right now. Like, I gotta, right. you know, like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not like doing the thing. I was like, I had that moment where, where like I was like I was like shit, dude. I think I may have I may have done it as big as I'll ever be able to do it, kind of thing. Like, and I had mm. I came to that like kind of realization. I was like, I was like I'd hit my high water mark, and then like the like the tides were like rolling back, sort of thing. So I like tried to stay on that rip, and then when I finally left New Jersey and went to that AIL contest, that's when I hit my head and had that. I like that, like the whole life changing experience. You guys, like you talk about it on your, on the podcast. I watch the podcast a bunch, and uh, you guys talk about it. Thanks, man. 
uh dude thank always always thank you guys you guys are like serious shout out jump street Pod. all right yeah. all right all right we'll do this later go on go on <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> yeah. thank like, you though thank you guys you guys talk about like how uh like when you find a little bit of like success in in another realm like skating always like gets gets put kind of sometimes gets put to the side or whatever right because uh, at times it could often you know in some fields it could you know perhaps hinder your thing so so often when there's success in other areas people tend to kind of let blading fade away and let it totally. go away yeah totally and which i can i can understand it to be honest but sure i don't think it's something we should do but I, i'm i'm guilty i'm guilty of it to to uh, yeah. a great, uh, to a huge extent but it sure. was it was only because i can say like, that too i had to i had like that transformative experience where i was like like i was like fuck like i don't know i don't know if i'm i want to try to kill myself for like a living at, anymore and but but the thing is is that well it's tough on the body especially six days a week christ sure sure but like uh the biggest thing was uh like for me like even though that was that was kind of the case like i found i found success elsewhere it was uh, rollerblading was the was the reason why i found success somewhere it, right it all came back to rollerblading right like, no matter what alita battle angel rollerblading yeah that turned into me shooting avatar because i was rollerblading on that on that movie yeah the reason why i have like a fashion videography photography career was because after my injury i was going back over to do a fee show and i missed my plane and it was and it was because i was rollerblading that i met kim kardashian's like personal hairstylist assistants and then they like put me on into this whole like crazy like but dude main addicts right exactly Yep. Very good, Bill. Thank you for yeah. for knowing, dude. Oh, I did my homework. I don't really know you that well, but you know how no, to do some homework. Yeah. We've never hung out once. Never. <laughs> never. And I didn't then, realize how much of an eventful life you had after all the all the shows and everything. Can we start at this brain injury thing? Because yeah. I know that was I know a little bit about this. So I know like I guess the good starting point for this chapter of your life now. Yeah. That's, so, that's a good point. Yeah, that that was dude, that was like the, the scariest thing that's that's ever happened to me and i'm sure bill can attest to it dude like there's... we had different ones Your, yours definitely sounds intense especially based on where you were geographically in the situation and how much time had passed since you dealt with it from the initial moment of injury but yeah i could definitely relate to having tbi brain swelling these things but yeah go it's, ahead man tell you literally your, it's literally the most like uncomfortable feeling like and, and it happened i at, can't imagine what you went through having had you know go on just i can't, yeah, I can't start with what happened like how did yeah. you hit your head or whatever i i was at an ail contest and like i i had this like thing like i had just gotten back from germany i was like all right i'm still on this rip like i'm gonna i'm gonna keep ripping and it was like one of those things that, like i've looked up to Haffy for like my whole entire life and it was Haffy always won ail so i was like i was like <laughs> you know what this time dude i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm going to be happy. Like that was like, I got into like my like focus mode or whatever. Oh, I love that. And then in, in I love that motivation. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, it was like, it was like, well, it's like, I've never had that. Like, when it comes, like but I uh, love that, man. You're like, I'm going to beat happy. I'm like, hell yeah. That's he's so like, sick. he's like, he's like fucking Michael Jordan. Like he's right. like, you know exactly. what I mean? He's like, yeah. a real, he's a real athlete and he takes yeah. like, shit seriously. So I was like, I was like, fuck dude. Like, this, like, I think I was like, I think I could do it this time. I think I, I think I can match up with Haffy. And, and I, I hit my head in practice and I didn't lose consciousness and got checked out by the medics that were there. And they're like, you know, like, if you feel okay, skate. And so I was just like on that thing where I was like, I was going through it. 
I just skated through the contest. And then uh, after the contest is, is when like when all the adrenaline wore off is when I like really like started like feeling like, oh, man, I feel like shit. I was like, great. I have like these three hundred dollars or whatever. But like I I'm like, I'm, I'm fucked up. And so you hit your head before the contest. You skate the contest. Yeah. I, and you I win the contest Win the contest when you're when you're done with the contest and then you're like just woozy as hell. Yeah, I'm, I'm woozy. And and when when people started getting concerned with me was what was the fact that I didn't go to the after party because like, <laughs> come on, it was me. Dave's like, a high energy guy. I like the party like a little bit sometimes. You're yeah. a high energy guy. And, yeah. you know, if, if people are around, you're happy to be around them. And sure, a couple beers as well. Oh, yeah. And yeah. definitely the beers for sure <laughs> <laughs> and uh so so when i didn't go to Just the weren't the feeling party, up for it yeah. i i fell asleep happy and actually miguel like come into the room and checked on me and they're like yo are you all right man like kind of thing and i was like yeah yeah yeah. i'm just like tired or whatever and i like sleep through the night and That's then I, I wake up the next morning so dangerous <laughs> so dangerous yeah and like I I, up the next morning and and you know those like shitty blinds that are in the in the woodward like hotel rooms or whatever yeah there was just like a little tiny crack in them and the sun was coming through and i opened up my eyes and it was just like white i was blind a room is completely pitch black completely dark oh and uh and i was just blind and i was like fuck something's wrong i just like started puking and puking and uh and miguel comes in in the morning and he was like actually going to to barcelona that day and he was like really worried he was he was having like a huge conflict was as to whether or not he would leave me and i was like i was like dude i'm i'm fine man and he like brought me some gatorades and he he uh i think reluctantly left me um and then later like confided in me and he was like yo i shouldn't have left you like that, that yeah day. but it was it was it was much well, who, who could know like who could honestly know who could know you know but I kept, I was like in and out of like sleep that whole entire day. And to the point that like, when I woke up, like it was, it was dark. It was like seven or eight o'clock at night. And my head was just like, it felt like it was about to explode. I was like, fuck, dude, I think something is really wrong. It was the first time I'd like, ever really been like panicked about my health or whatever. Yeah. And uh, what's it called? So I called the ambulance on myself. And then, then when the ambulance got there, they, they couldn't find the room. So I like tried to like crawl out of the room and find them. And then they put me on the stretcher and then brought me to, if anyone's you ever crawled been, out of the, you crawled out of the room. Yeah, basically. I don't even know how I got out of the room and like got to them because they were calling me on the phone and they're no, like, they can't, they can't it find was that the bad. They couldn't find the room. I was on the opposite side of the, of the hotel. And like, I didn't know what room I was in. And like, you're just I, suffering. Just so discombobulated. Yeah. Just oh. suffering. And so I like, I tried to like, I crawl out of the room and I get into the ambulance and they bring me to like the worst to Hatchapi hospital. Like anyone who's ever been there knows that that is not the place that you want to have like a massive brain injury. Yeah. The guys like come in uh, and like, they're like, all right, they do an emergency CT scan and they're like, holy shit. Like so many words. They're like, they're like call yeah. your loved ones. You need to call your loved ones like right now. They said that to you. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking scary. Holy 100%. shit. And, uh, and then I got on the phone with my parents and my, and my ex at the time. And I was like, I was like, yo, like, all this shit is bad. Like, I was like, please, 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 please come and get me like, please, or like, please like come, come to me. So, so she drove out to me and and then they put me, they intubated me and, and helivacked me out of, out of Tehachapi hospital. They intubated you? Yeah. I woke up in, I woke up in Bakersfield. I, I woke up inside the helicopter too. Like, because I didn't like go fully asleep kind of thing. I like when they pull out the helicopter, that's some serious life. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was really, really bad. I was in, 
I was in a 20% chance of, uh, of survival rate at that point. Did and, they tell you that? No, I didn't know that until, Okay. I don't even remember like the first three days of being in the hospital. You're just out in at, the ICU. At all. Allegedly yeah. I said to my folks when they got there. Your folks came out? My oh, folks, yeah. They, obviously. They, I mean, I mean, they were there like before yeah. you had come to is what I meant. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and they, and apparently what I said to them was, I was like, I know what you're going to say, but this shit ain't going to stop me from rollerblading. And they're like, yeah, he's fine. Like kind of, yeah. you, you know, said that. That's what I said. I don't even remember saying that. Bro, if you were my <laughs> son, I would be so pissed. <laughs> and I love rollerblades. Smack that fucker upside his head. Like, no, I'd be like, damn. All right. That's insane. They were able to skate and win a contest in between this. How does that make sense? No idea, Austin. Like the doctors couldn't even explain this. They're like, "What? You, did you go to the hospital like your trophy? Like, but I won the contest. I should be all right." No, all, all of my shit was still in Woodward for like I was in ICU for like for like nine days, like seven or nine days or something like that. And then I go back. That was a that was a transformative moment because like I walk back into that room and I see like what I had. It was I have it somewhere. I don't know where it is now. It's like just like a it's a Richie Velasquez trophy that he would make for everything. He would like. <laughs> He cut a piece of skate light, like spray paint, like an old rollerblading wheel gold, and then put like a decal on it. And I had $400 or $500 or something like that. I was like, wow, this is, this is what I risked my life to do. And that was like, that was the moment where I was like, fuck, like, am I going to, I got to do this like still. And then literally risked your life. Literally. Not knowing it, but you literally risked your life for that. Wait, did you have health insurance at the time? Cause you weren't working at Woodward anymore. I, I did have health insurance at that time but this listen to this so when when the injury happened i uh i was considered out of network even though i was covered nationwide for emergencies so when the bills came in we had 175,000 dollars worth of bills 175k sounds cheap actually for yeah, what, what like, something like that it's small down payment on a house no big deal yeah <laughs> big down yeah that's more than a down that's a down payment on a serious house yeah payment on your fucking life right there yeah but then it was like one of those things that like you just we i ended up i think i ended up paying like five thousand dollars for the for the ambulance and the helicopter five thousand yeah that's pretty good yeah, at least from what I heard, is like it's, it's like, I <laughs> we don't take many like ambulance helicopters. I don't know what the going rate for that is. But yeah, I don't know. No, I, I, guess I've, right. I've, I have friends who've had injuries and they've been in the helicopters like 25k, 30, 30k for things like yeah. that. Yeah, so I got I got really lucky. We uh, that like all that stuff was just dropped, and it was it was just a matter of like anyone who's out there like fighting medical bills, write letters to the company. And dispute your shit because they're just going to keep on coming back it's, it's like that fucking blood work that you got done like three years ago that they're sending you a 25 dollar mm-hmm. like bill for like they're just good they'll just keep doing that because they know that you like have to pay it because you're you know you're damn credit- you know what i should have done that you know what i used to do with my medical bills i used to just let them pile up stack real tall and then i would just like have a bonfire one night and I'd be like, oh nice <laughs> pass me some more bills a little medical <laughs> bill yeah, i wasn't thinking yeah, yeah it, fast it, it, forward, my co- credit's messed up. This anyway. country's so <laughs> fucked up. We went. I went today with my wife Amanda to get our uh, COVID test, and our there was a problem with our insurance at first. But we're like, how much is it if we had to pay for it? And it was like three hundred something bucks for a COVID test. Like, yeah. that's so, like a pandemic. Like, you don't give free tests for this. Like, 
You're gonna yeah, bill get, us three hundred bucks each. Yeah, get ready to spend uh, twenty five dollars for for a bottle of ketchup when the economy's broken. I get those. But anyway, you, so what happened with your, your your head then? Like you got out and like what exactly happened? They told me that when I was when I woke up that I would probably not have any hair because they would have to drill a hole into my into my head to relieve the pressure because I had internal and external brain bleeding. So I had that same issue. I couldn't eat for a couple of days because yeah. they thought they might've had to de- yeah. release the pressure in the ice chips, brain. baby. Yeah. I love them ice chips when you're on that, uh, on that head injury shit. TBI bros, man. Yeah. What's up, dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never do that again though. That shit no, sucks. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, but I, but, uh, my, for whatever reason, like whoever is looking out for me, dude, uh, fucking, I, I made a full recovery and and the injury reabsorbed itself and made out made it out scat free. Like, You've been fine ever since, or you have like head injuries and stuff since like like headaches or something. I don't know. Like I, I'm I'm just as moody as I always was. They said that, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I'm 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 good. Yeah, all things considered, that's damn. That sounds damn good deal right there. Dude, I I literally got like a a second a second lease on life sort of thing. So I was. Mm-hmm. I, I always kind of like took that in and I was like, yo, I'm going to, you know, I got to do something different. And it was, and that's when I, that's when I met those, uh, those hairstylists, man, on first plane I had ever missed. And, and I got on that plane and it was, it was the plane I was supposed to miss and skyrocketed into like a fucking photo career, man. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, I actually, actually want to like, I'm sorry, Austin. Shit. No, I just, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> that's all I had to say about okay. that. And, and it's so tough when we're not like in the same room. Yeah. It's different. It's different. Yeah. Keys. Yeah. Um, but I actually wanted to uh, ask you about that because at this point you're, you're, you have quite a story going on, you know, you're in your twenties. You've, yeah, done, go, you've gone through Germany on on a, on a thing with Brian Shima of all people. You know, you suffered a brain injury. I hired Shima. You that's hired pretty- Shima. <laughs> you, you know, you went through school and you know you're like USD City. and razors. Got, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all this stuff, right? So you, you have you have this uh, pretty eventful life up until this point, and and then you kind of yeah take this flight that kind of trans transitions your life into this you know the field that you've been studying in school for during that time. Well, I think, I think what they say is uh, when, when opportunity and preparedness meet or something like that, or uh, that's it, what luck happens, right? That's kind of, that's kind of what luck is or yeah, something. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and that's, and that's exactly what happened. Like Boy I Scout motto, always be prepared. And the reason why I, yeah, for real, shout out Boy Scouts. That's a first on a jump street. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We blows what up, Eagle Scout. We blows. I was a Weeblow. Uh, I was a Weeblow too, dog. What's up, dude? No, pound. Yeah. Uh, you guys are gonna go on a date after this? Why I? Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> I might drive down to Long Beach and go. Yeah, hang I might meet up. <laughs> go to Stockwell's bar. Mask off. Yeah. <laughs> it is Thursday. Yeah. Oh shit! Maybe yeah. I. Oh. Uh, uh, what's it oh. called? The whole reason why I actually missed that flight. Uh, and that started the opportunity was because I was up all night before editing my 666 section. It was like the last like moment before, like I needed to send it to Shima. And then, and then my ex like had driven me out to LAX, but I just missed that flight booked a booked a direct. And then, and then sat next to those. Uh, like I had, I had two seats open to me next to me and I was like, shit, 
12 hour direct to to paris i'm laying down dude i just like i was like best flight i'd ever missed in my life in this in this situation by the way i i would say it's um opportunity plus preparation plus charisma right (laughs) because you had a you had a charisma something had to open the door right well i i'll tell i'll tell you what it was it was it was discovering that the alcohol uh in the vestibule on on air france you could just go up there and pour it so like i literally like i got talking to these girls i told them this whole like tragic story about my head injury and then they're like well, oh yes the do? sympathy card yeah and every time <laughs> i pulled it out <laughs> every time <laughs> I, I was like i'm sitting next to two babes like let's go yeah. like shout out desiree and justine marjan mm-hmm. uh and uh and then I, I was like, I like go to the bathroom. I was like, hey, so when are you guys going to come around with this? And they're like, oh, no, sir. And I'll never forget these words. She goes, take as you wish. And I was like, oh, take as I wish. So I like literally yeah. took like three champagne flutes in this in this bottle. Oh, and, friends. Then, and then these girls are like, well, what are you going to do? Like after after all this stuff? And I was like, I'm a photographer, videographer. And then and then they were like, oh, my God, we're looking for one. I go to the bathroom. I get that champagne. I go back. I was like, let's talk business, ladies. And we got hammered on the flight to on the flight to Paris. And uh, and then I never thought I'd hear anything back from them. And then they uh, they called me like because the thing that like that like sparked my interest with them. I was like I was like, yeah, I'm going to Paris, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what are you doing in Paris? And they're like, oh, no, it's just a. It's a layover. We're going to go do the princess's hair in Dubai for her wedding. I was like, what do you do? Oh, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what are you what? talking about? Yeah, like what? Like wow. you really pulled that card? And then and then they were like, yeah, we're assistants to Jen Atkin. She's a celebrity hairstylist, blah, blah, blah. And then and then I, and I never expected to hear anything back from them. And then uh, Desiree contacted me and she's like, hey, you know, we've got the shoot we're putting together in Los Angeles. We don't really have a budget for you. We'd like to include you to make like a video or whatever. I drive out and I step on a set. It's fucking Kelly Rowland, like from Destiny's Child, or, or now she's just Kelly Rowland. And then I was like, Still. what the hell? I was like, what the hell did I just like walk into right now? And then, and then I sent them the video. And then from there, it was just like they just kept hiring me, kind of thing. And then, and I just like that's that's that moment where like I kind of like put skating a little bit on the back burner to like kind of. I was like, well, like, I, I don't believe in like coincidence. And I just know that like, that, like all of this shit like was happening for a reason. And I was like on this like path. So I was like, I'm going to go with this for like a little while. And, and like, fuck, that was good choice. That was, that was years ago. Right. I, 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 <laughs> good choice. Like, I was going up onto the thing. I was like, I was like, what year is it? I was like, fuck, it's like 2020. I think that was like 2016 or something like that. And I was just, just continued on that trajectory, dude. Wow. Just kept going. Well, I got to say like, this is, it's, it's not, I don't think it's pretty often that we go through a podcast like chronologically as we did through your life story here. But I think that, yeah, it's, it was good to do it that way because it paints a really good picture of this like extremely eventful life and, uh, and really cool life full of cool experiences that you had and uh, full of hard work and obviously, you know, injury and fear and just encompassing a lot of the fears a lot of not fears, a lot of the um, emotions and things like that. You got to remember, I have a brain injury too. So every now and then I'll like stutter in here. Have these you know, we're, we're working on like a Pentium 2 processor up here. So every time like I'm well, like Windows is booting up, yeah. like, what was I going to say? Like, oh, 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 yeah. Like there Billy goes throwing the <laughs> I'm brain wait, injury I'm card for Elon out there Musk again. To, I'm about to say, I'm waiting for Elon Musk to do Neuralink so I can just get fixed. But um, I, I want to open the uh, 
the floor up to questions. Well, now, wh- why we don't, while we don't like, you know, ask people to do super chats and we don't expect them, we notice that they come through sometimes. So when they come through, we like to prioritize those questions. And Dave wanted to donate his share of, we give our guests 50% of the super chats. We will, and Dave wanted to uh, donate his amount of super chats. If they come through, if you feel inclined, if you want to ask questions and have them be prioritized, he wants to donate his um, to breast cancer awareness. And am I right, Dave? That's correct. My mother's a, my mother's a breast cancer survivor. Uh, she is, I think two, almost two years out or two or three years now. It's she's like such like a warrior that like, I, that that thing was just like an inconvenience to her kind of thing. But the Langs are badasses. I can attest to this. Yeah, yeah. it goes they in the really blood. They really, oh yeah, you've actually like hung out with my pops. Like yeah, uh, I'm at, I we chill at Angel City Brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Oh my god. Yeah, shout out Papa Lang and Mama Lang. Shout out Dave Senior. <laughs> but yeah, I I would like to donate all that stuff to uh to or all the all your donations uh to breast cancer awareness. I saw Iggy Ignacio cool. Lopez put down four dollars and twenty. Yeah, Iggy, <laughs> really he's the man. Iggy. But, um, it's, it's I, his I, birthday too. Happy birthday, Ignacio. Today? He, he today? rode oh, coast to birthday, coast Iggy. on a bicycle. And that's something I've always wanted to do. So shout a out bicycle. Iggy. On a bicycle. Damn. I didn't yeah. know that. That's something I've always wanted to do. So big shout out, Ignacio. Um, big OG, happy birthday to you, Jersey dude. Legend. You go. Yeah, happy birthday, Iggy. I didn't know that. Was, thanks for the super chat too. Iggy yeah. was the first person that my dad let me drive in a car with when i was a kid because <laughs> he trusted iggy he was like of uh, all your iggy. friends that's the guy that's he the did one. seem responsible back then so resp- he still is like <laughs> yeah i haven't seen him in a long time unfortunately. yeah i think during the time when everyone was partying he was just being normal I yeah. Think. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i think he was yeah he's he's the fucking man shout out iggy again happy birthday dude yo oh, yeah. by the way we were talking a little bit before we began the show and i was we mentioned about your hat because you look like uh, Wayne from Wayne's World, like, oh, you need a Wayne's World hat. And I was like, oh, you have a Jumbo's hat on. But I j- literally just clicked now that what Jumbo's is. Have that's the titty the bar Jumbo's? in Hollywood, right? Yeah, I've been the Jumbo's, right? Yo, that's so. F- I literally just clicked as I was looking at your hat. I'm like, Jumbo's? Jumbo's clam room. Like, I've been there. <laughs> I've never been to Jumbo's, but I've okay. heard so much about no good. it. <laughs> Bill, when the world opens back up, we're going there. This we're going to Jumbo. My girl. My, my my partner in crime, my love my lover, she's been to Jumbo's just no literally way. like the Jumbo's a month before this whole thing went down. Her and her friends went to Jumbo's. Girls love Jumbo's. My the girl, girls with the Jumbo's. We should. Do, I have not been to Jumbo's. We should do double bit date at fucking Jumbo's, Bill. Like straight up. Uh, <laughs> date I, night I'm, at I'm down. I mean, I've not been in that situation. I am down. Let's, Let's go, do, dude. This hat. The, the hat the reason why i wear this is because it always reminds me of like we had the funniest fucking time uh me and my buddy jesse who i don't think you've met yet but he's great guy super supportive of like my music and everything shout out jesse uh, big shout out jesse big shout out jesse big shout out everybody this uh, jump street is just a, a sequence of shout outs sorry it's i know the that shout we're trying out, to open up the forum but i got one last shitty uh story for this so we dude were, talk as we were, much as you want we were out uh we were out and about in Hollywood and we were like, we were pretty drunk or whatever. And we had, we had been bar hopping like pretty much the whole entire day. And we jump into this Uber and uh, the Uber driver looks at the, at the destination. He goes, Jumbo's clown room. What is Jumbo's clown room? And both of us in the background, we're like, no, <laughs> no don't even. And so we're, we're like, we're like, what? You've never been to Jumbo's? He's like, never been to Jumbo's. He pulls up outside of the place and, and my buddy Jesse just goes, park the car. 
He's like, <laughs> he's like, I will give you a $40 tip in cash if you just park your car and come into Jumbos. So me, Jesse, and the Uber driver. No. Fucking Jumbos clown driver? room. You did Jesse, not. Jesse did goes not. up to the, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Jesse goes up to the fucking bar. I love that. I love orders, that attitude. Orders three tall can PBRs and three hats. And we are all just <laughs> there with our Jumbos hats. Tossing fucking singles out, dude. Oh, my no. God. So lit. It was so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, man. How is that That's place incredible. so iconic? It's such like a small little place. How is that? It's because it's because like it's it's a cabaret bar or whatever. But like the, the girls, like they are so good. Like <laughs> it's not it's not even like it's not even like sexy or whatever. You're just like, how the fuck is she holding herself up like the upper body? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Like I've, I've noticed that in California, like you go to the strip club and this is like this is more than just like, you know, guys, they're, you know, just checking out some titties or whatever. No, it's a full. These girls are re- really good. They're really good. Yo, I must have went on like it's a like Monday lunch athletic shift shit. or it's something like, like that. I wish Justin yeah. Brasco was in this room right now because I went there with him. And oh my was, God, Justin! Was, we had like the complete opposite experience. We might have to keep <laughs> Justin out of these kind of conversations <laughs> for yeah. the sake of Justin. And he had a. Sh- how did you have a shitty experience there? It wasn't like shitty, but it wasn't like you're talking about like going to like a Broadway show here. I'm like, yo, I didn't get that. <laughs> Fuck. Well, next time, Austin, you just got to show. Okay, up. next time I'm in LA, we'll go. How about yeah, that? Oh, and that's it. Three that's Kings, we'll go. We'll 100%. do a night. We'll oh do a night. God. And then we'll, we'll, we'll bring the princess of Dubai and all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's go. I'm down, dude. We're getting some super chats in here. Um, um, before we before we get to these questions, mm-hmm. I just would like to remind everyone of a couple of things. One, please follow us on all of our social media platforms. If you are on our page right now watching us live, smash the like <laughs> button. Yeah. Follow us on all of our things, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, YouTube is really important. If you could share our videos, if not, just give us a, a subscribe, a notification, comment, interact. These interactions help the algorithm, help push our videos forward, which ultimately help push rollerblading forward. So we could come up as a, by the way, Anthony Marchione on Sports Illustrated. Oh Instagram. my yeah, God. That was, that was awesome. Finding. That was, that was awesome. Out of all people to put on Sports out of all tricks. Out of all tricks. I love that. That was the I best. That. that was the best fish brain I have seen in recent times. Did you see how low? How did he stay up? He stayed. Like, he's, he's got a really with strong leg, leg, and he was just. He's got. He's, he's, got a, he's got like a strong couple of legs. He's got like those, you know, short, thicky, like Italian jersey le- or Philly legs. You know what I mean? Like the little sausage. Totally. I don't have those legs no more. But. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! We should have him back on so again and talk about sick. how the hell that how does that even happen? Like I I I, so I think whoever runs the Instagram on Sports Illustrated has begun to get creative, and we have to give that person a special shout out. Person who we don't know, shout out to you. Bring Marcion in. Let's get let's get the let's get the yeah. real deal up. Yeah, we we should have done an yeah. off the cuff with them. We should have done yeah. off, off the cuff with them. We'll do an off the cuff. About we that. should. We should. Yeah, it'll probably be the shortest off the cuff ever. It um, would be, but it'd be short and funny. It'd, it'd be, be good. short and funny. Um, but yeah, so follow us on all of our social media f- platforms if you don't mind. Um, now that we have 100 people, I'm going to use this opportunity to talk about my partner's uh, mission, which is nothing but love at nothing but love on Instagram. Use, use. And she's on a mission to help provide essentials and necessities for people uh, experiencing homelessness in in our surrounding area of Long Beach. So we got a bake sale going right now. Anyone in Long Beach LA want to support, please go to nothing but love. 
Um, that's all I got to say about that. And should we touch on Hit Bomb real quick for a second yes. before we get into these guests? We'll do questions? two things. Hit, hit Bomb. First of all, everyone out there, go to hitbomb.com for your CBD topicals, drops 100% organic. If you uh, hold on one second, if you do code Jump Street at checkout, you will get 15% off your entire order. Um, use that shit. Rub it on your legs, your we knees, your joints. Use it, on your, use it on your legs. Rub it on your knees. Rub it on your thighs. I don't know about you, but I get freaking sore on my thigh when I'm done skiing. <laughs> I get sore on my thigh. You sound like an old Jewish man right there. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, so use the code Jump Street, 15% off your entire order. That's a, quite a deal. Helps you know, you guys Christmas out. is Helps coming around out. the corner. They are amazing stocking, stocking stuffer, stuffers. And if you buy in bulk, 15% actually does a pretty goddamn good deal. It so does. jump street in the uh, in the thing and hit and there's one more um, thing I wanted to shout out to if you're in the New York area this weekend um Joe Dedentro is organizing a Alex Nunez memorial session I saw that at yeah. Maloof so at Maloof so if you're in the New York area or the tri-state area <laughs> head over to Maloof on Sunday um I roll New York posted the flyer a bunch of people posted the flyer so go check it out um little memorial session for the great Alex stay Nunez stay safe Rest wear your peace. masks check out the <laughs> stay session stay safe wear your mask definitely um this yeah, is so, uh, this is the time in rollerblading too. Anyone who's watching, like this is like the time where you should just like if you see something rad, just share it on your on your story, yeah, something like yeah. that. This is the time to to really be supporting each other and like we're, totally. we're we're totally becoming like such a stronger group of people in that way. And like there's sometimes like divides between brands, but if you just see something, dude, just fucking share it, like kind of thing. This is that totally. time time to support and that's, it's that's a my group opinion. effort and we need to unify 100 things don't get done without uh unifying so exactly it's important to do oh yeah austin would you like to kick off the first um super chat question that we have yeah so we have we mentioned iggy already um coffee peels has a question for all of us he super chatted 499 he said new to the podcast what skates are you three strapping on we'll start with dave because he's the, oh, oh, uh, the guest of honor i'll show you dude you got him handy? Oh, I got him handy. Arms reach. Arms I got mine handy too. Oh, oh man. What are those? The SSM Wait. bloodlines, the vintage. They're the, that's, I mean, I only have SSMs now. So that's. And Dave, you know what? We talked about it in the very beginning of the podcast, mm -hmm. but you were on track to get the next pro skate from SSM before they, they closed the doors. That's right. Until the point, like, it wasn't like, oh, we're going to give you a pro skate. Sorry, we couldn't do it. We closed it. Like, no, you have a prototype in your garage that I, I saw for the first yeah. time. You have two, two of them. I have, the, I, have the, I have the original like demo with like the, like the wrong branding or whatever. And then the actual skate, but they're the only two, only two in existence. Right ah, that's gotta be such a pain. And I'm sorry, brother. That killed me when he, when you showed me those, I so I was like, that. damn, you had them. And yeah, you still, you, still, you still have them. Here's the thing. I didn't have them. I didn't have them until like a year and a half or two years ago because Brian have them? they were up at, they were up at Shima's house. Like I had seen like the, what's it called? Like the pictures of them, but I'd never gotten them. And I guess Shima went down to skate mega ramp with Miguel or something like that. Or he met up with Miguel and like gave them to Miguel and Miguel hit me up. He's like, he's like, yo, I got like this. I got, I got a special, special surprise for you. And he walked into my, into my old bungalow in, in Hollywood. And he was, and he like, he's just like, yo dude. And like hands me both of these pairs of skates that I hadn't, I, I didn't even think I was ever going to like see them or hold them. But dude, it like, it did at that moment, it didn't even fucking matter. Like if I got like a pro skate or not, or like, or had it been released to the world, but just like 
having that like and just yeah that, like i've wow. still got it it was just like fuck, i wish we had no, you that's... like bring pictures or something like that to, to show uh, uh i do I, I could run down to the fucking garage and get them i could send my girl well wait 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 we'll be back well wait wait everyone hang on 20 minutes i'll, t- I'll take pictures of you and then you can insert what, them here. what you could do is we could put it in the post if we don't want to interrupt this thing right now i mean look i could talk if you, i could talk for about two minutes if you want i'll do the freaking rant again no, well you guys, guys should have done it between up. the rants That's you gotta what done. you guys gotta talk about your skates so if you can if you can hang for a second sure I'll, sure I'll go get you want to go yeah, I'll get him. I'm already I'm, going. I'm gone. This is. I'll this, talk about my skates. Later, run. You guys, I'm off this podcast. Sure. <laughs> this on. is the first time our guest has left the podcast in the yeah. middle of the podcast. Well, but it's going to be worth it because this is something sick that I don't think anyone's seen before. I've never I think seen so. it. Well, so, what are, skates are you skating right now? Well, I have them, the question since, is since Dave showed his. I'll show, I'll show mine up. I have the them 909. Both got them in arm's reach. I'm not going to be able to. I have the them 909s with the create original CRS frames. Some I posted a clip today and everyone's asking about my wheels. These are like some eulogy prototypes that Isaac gave me. I don't know if they're prototypes or whatever. They're really fucking good. But uh, yeah, dead wheels in the middle. And that's my skate. Nice and simple. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah I'm um, what I'm skating right now is and the e-money sticker on the back, of course, for the homie e-money. What? I didn't see that e-money sticker. Yeah, I, I got e-money that. on the back. I have a different e-money sticker on the back of my uh, right skate, too. I need that e-money sticker. Every every time we have a fallen soldier, I always even like the Alex Negretti, like everybody I, I, that I could uh, key in, I always throw something on my skate for one of them. No, I'm down, so, but I just haven't seen that. St- I need that sticker. Oh yeah, yeah. Life. Well, it, it was a bigger sticker. I cut it. It was a ghetto community sticker. I just cut sick. just the e-money part out. That's sick. Right, Shout out before. e-money. Shout out e-money. Oh, man, so. I think about e-money all the time. But okay, let me talk about my my uh, my skates. Oof. What I ended up getting was uh, I was skating the them's for a while. But I got a size too small because because mm. I just I just missized it. Yeah. And so I was like, ooh, these are hurting my feet. I I reached out to the guys at, at Razors actually because I was like thinking like like Dave in that SSM boot. And I was like, <laughs> oh cool. So I'm like I'm skating the razors right now, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. It's, wow, cool. Dave, that was fast. Can you believe it? He's it's like you didn't even leave. Holy moly. Like you never even left. There you so go. Let's I see. Just keep the that's let's it. see. Let's let's see the skate that's never Those been released. Sick. Sadly. Wait, hold on, Billy. Stop talking so he he, he can see. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dave, say something. It was the only only one that would have had a power strap on there, and uh, at the uh, Dave Lang logo on the back or whatever. That's sick. That's like a patch. Yeah. So, dude, the whole reason why I had this like color scheme was because I always wanted the Shima ones, and oh wow, I got them. So they're like the. The whole like gray and the and the black boot that was the that was it. Holy shit, that's sick! It's like uh, do you say there's two of them or there's just the one? Oh, you know, there's there's two pairs. I have like oh two pairs. Oh, yeah, I've got like actual pairs. I was thinking about like making like a uh, what's it called like a joke edit like a pro skate edit one of these days. <laughs> I don't think I could skate them though. I was about to say then you have to ruin the skates. Uh, the other ones I'd be okay with ruining, but. But they even so why, have, do they have, why do they have ground control frames on them? Nice stitching in the, the thing there. Why do they have ground control frames on them? Um, I think that was just the. I think that's just what factory. the SSM what used put on. as stock. Did they? Right? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I prefer. I I like these frames though. I'm kind sure. of pissed that I can't use them though. Yeah, <laughs> no, you can't use them. You got to leave them like that. No. Did you ever well, get a pro a wheel? That's a badass skate, man. I did. I had a pro wheel with gods. Oh, you should put the wheels on there just for shits. Fuck it. Dude, I don't even have a, a pair of those wheels, though. Yeah, you'll get it in, in the mail in five years. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> Apparently those sold out, but oh, you know. that happens. I, I've been through that situation a few times. Yeah, dude, these were these were good. And uh, we also like I designed like the because you know how like the SSM would always what's it called have that like toe problem where you yeah. can see like the what's it called? You can kind of see it because he's got folded over a little bit, but this whole like uh thing was to was like this like piece right here was to keep it so that it uh it kept the form like all the way through so you wouldn't get like a uh what's called the bend in the thing because they're toe cut in the front yeah. so if they, sometimes they got wrapped around in uh what's it called in shipping they would uh they fold let me over. see the back again for a second if you don't mind yeah that patch looks sick yeah this like is look it's cool sick. man it's like uh it's got like that uh i don't know how to how to explain it. it's like plastic like but it's like uh raised yeah, it looks like embossed or whatever. Embossed? That's yeah. a nice yeah. <laughs> These are sick, dude. But it was, okay. it was crazy, like, finally, like, getting them. Like, in the... And having Miguel, like, show up with them. That was... I bet that's freaking really awesome to receive them after all that time. Dude, that's almost cooler than not having... Than having a pro skate out. Like, you have the one off of the only Dave Lang pro skate ever. I mean, maybe I should do, like, an eBay auction one of these days. If, like... <laughs> Like donate it to charity or something, but I don't think I could part with them. That's like the one Keep thing, them. the yeah. one Keep thing I've got to like claim for for blading. There, you could eBay off something else that is yeah. uh, more valuable to you, I think, than it would be. Yeah, definitely keep that. I have the Alita skates. Uh, I should have gotten those too. They have, <laughs> my am I going down to the? No, I'm just kidding. No, we didn't. Like, we we didn't even get into that. I I, 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 I want to get into that, but I, but I want to get into a few more of these questions. Yeah, we're now totally forty. We, we, have, we have so many questions. We I knew from the second we started, we probably have to do do it with you again. But um, do as many as you want. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, do you want to talk about the Alita thing real quick? Might as well. Yeah, it's it's wrong. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can. I actually can reach over and show you something pretty cool. This is actually. Yeah from uh this is a water slate from uh avatar so that's because i did because i did uh alita i i got friendly with the second unit director i'll hold it back up i see that's just spotlighted me yeah i just did it now with you i got uh what's it called i got friendly with the uh second unit director on on alita who's the stunt director and i was like yeah i do camera stuff and he's like oh yeah like I'll consider you for some of my like personal projects or whatever, like expecting like a low budget music video or something. And then like, he calls me up and he's like, Hey, do you want to go manage 45 cameras like down in the Bahamas for James Cameron's avatar? And I was like, yes, for sure. Like, no, way. That, that makes complete sense. What you, what you just said right there. Like kind of thing. Wow. It's, yeah. Alita dude, Alita was Miguel again, that the whole reason why I even got involved with it is because fucking Miguel called me up. I like woke up on a fluke super early and and i saw it on my instagram there's that uh where did they do that that trade show julio did the trade show at that skate park it was in chatsworth in chat that skate park so skate house i think skate house chatsworth so we went up to like and then i like was like scrolling through instagram for like a second because i was awake because that's what everybody does when they wake up is they fucking check their instagram right away for whatever reason even though nothing's going on but the first post that like popped up was like uh, Hollywood uh, Hollywood production seeking inline rollerbladers like, and I was like Hollywood production. I was like, haven't seen that like bullshit ad in in this town before. And then yeah. like, no sooner that I could like doubt it, Miguel is like calling me up and he's like, he's like, yo, you're gonna go to that skate park and like skate the thing for free for the movie. And I was like, fuck yeah, if you're going. And then 
it was like completely by chance. And it turned out that it was uh, a Robert Rodriguez, James Cameron, John Landau produced movie. And you guys didn't get paid? Oh, we got paid. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying yeah. you could skate for free. Well, I mean, we skated at the skate park for free. That's oh, what, oh, that oh, was oh. our intention was to just go there and like okay. not have to pay the session fee. <laughs> <laughs> save 10 bucks. Save 15 save, bucks. <laughs> save 15 bucks. Like, and then drive like 40 minutes to a skate park. And then we ended up like, dude, w- once we like made it through the first round of casting and then, the, and then it like all got finalized. It was just like hard, like hit the pavement. Shout out to Garrett Warren and Steve Brown giving us the opportunity for that and like having faith in us and and dude we i think that was you're like you're cool. built for that man when it's like go time you're just like bro that was that was yeah. the artist i had ever like all the shows all of the everything dude the source i have ever been was that like four fucking days of rehearsal like at these things dude because it was like non-stop man and then we went down to austin texas and we did like another week of rehearsals and then we did like a week and a half of shooting. And then I, I did like some pickup stuff as like Alita's double in the, in the last scene, uh, like the big, like climactic scene of the movie. And yeah, it was just a fucking wild ride, dude. Like never in a million years would I have thought that, uh, that we would be like in a in like that big of a movie on such a grand scale. I would like watch like Frankie Morales do a fucking misty flip over a fountain when I'm going cross country on like mm. a plane, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, it's fucking gnarly. And Why were you so sore from that? It was like you, the choreography of it, like whatever, like whatever they made you do, you just had to do it constantly over and over and over again. Well, like rollerblading is like such like short spurts of energy that like when we're sessioning or whatever, it's just like mm-hmm. trick. Like, like we're you know, skating lines, but like, yeah, yeah. This was like five or like six minutes at a time that we'd be like going around, dude, by like oh, the fifth day of it, we were just like, fuck, like gassed like the sores my legs have ever been i swear to god dude and i had already not been like skating like at that time too so i was like super out of shape and uh yeah it was it was tough dude but it was it was such a unique experience and 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 we're in we held it down shit was sick the book of your life is certainly an interesting read i was gonna say you, you you made an impact you got you got a pro skate you were in a movie, skating in a movie, like Hollywood shit, man. Come on, give it up. Yeah, and yeah. I got to shoot a Hollywood movie. Like we got to shoot uh, with one of the fucking greatest directors of of all time, dude. Yeah, that's Cameron, insane. On a on a first name basis with this guy. Like, he had the first gr- highest gross movie movie of all time. Then he had the next first gross and highest yep. movie of all time. That's, that's the insane. guy. That's exactly right. And, well, and I look, he, I honestly, Dave, look forward to seeing what else you have to do in life because you, dude. you keep it interesting my friend i just want to i want to keep it interesting as long as i possibly can i'm sure you will i gotta get to some more of these uh super chats really quick let's do it let's do it let's do it yeah, we're getting into the two hour mark which is great yeah but um kevin lebron said uh you guys Ooh. almost <laughs> killed each other at the bitter cold showdown final and he hasn't seen you since but it's great. It's awesome to hear you're doing well and you are the man. Dude, no, Kevin LeBron is the man too. But I do remember that. We lit I think it was like it, he's gotta have to comment in the thing. But I think yeah. we almost collided at at Bitter Cold. That, I think, that's what he's saying, yeah. I, I think that is it, it was a fucking collision. I can't remember what happened, but we like hit each other. And it was like one of those things like where we like had this mutual respect where we were like, that could have been a lot worse, right? Like <laughs> yeah. We're both good. Like, <laughs> oh, good. All right. We're connected for life now. <laughs> Dude, that kid is that kid's so good at rollerblading. Hey, man, for sure. He's still killing it all the time. Seriously, always like so consistent. 
And also Alan uh, Bombersback has said, you're a huge in inspiration to bladers and skiers. He's a, himself is a late bloomer on the skis. We'll hit the mega ramp one day right uh, before right knee breaks. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, I'm down. I'm down, man. If you find me a mega ramp, man, let's let's go break into Clay Craner's house and, and hit that double mega ramp. Like, I've been trying to do I that. I got to look at this. I don't know who Clay Kramer is, so I got to check this out like right when I'm done with you. Yeah, I don't even know what a double mega ramp is. Is that like a line, like a rhythm section, or is it no, twice as wide? It's it's a mega ramp to a quarter, and then quarter to a mega ramp to a quarter. Oh, oh man. <laughs> like, it's like the video game skate, but like in real life, dude. You have to look at this guy's page. That's some jumbo clown room. Dude, right on, there. on a side note, just on a complete <laughs> side note, how much, like imagine blading had like the unlimited resources of finances that that skateboarding had and then bladers got to be like hmm i, I have an idea that you know may cost a few million dollars i'm just saying like the possibilities oh of God. what could be done on skates like you're like you know mega ramp to rail is like uh, a direction it could go like that's is a surface scratching the surface possibly of what could be if more you know resources were implemented so it's definitely fun to think about and fascinating yeah. well that's that's why we're kind of fortunate that we have uh johan bertino and and the fees contest uh out in france and which unfortunately is not going to happen in this year it would have already passed but they right. they have like the inline slope style contest like it's like a like a downhill contest but it's like ramp after ramp after ramp kind of thing like that's that's how I always saw rollerblading is like on, on like a, like a San Francisco hill or something like that. Oh man. I love that. Covered, covered in skate light with fucking like, just like a ski slope, mm -hmm. but just a downhill course, dude. That's MTV that's, sports too. The second yeah, one, exactly. they, they had a downhill course, but brilliant, but better, but even yep. better dude. Like they like, cause look at, I mean, just look at all the shit that could, that rollerblading can do. And that, that 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 was always a dream. When he when he invited me out to that contest, I was like, "This is if the, if this goes and like it can continue to develop into something where, but you just got to wait for that, I guess." Totally. Let's hope that CBD company like gets it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Ryan Jackalone. <laughs> Shout out Ryan Jackalone. <laughs> um, um, Austin, it looks like we got one more question, or maybe yeah, uh, one more super chat. We could do probably one or two more from the from the other chats yeah. too. Um, oh shout out Mike Martino with though with the the twenty dollars super chat. We have Topher Klimek with a twenty dollars super chat, and we have Aaron. Totally shout out Martino. To Aaron Schultz wants to ask, what were the first attempts like on the mega ramp gap to rail? Well, we kind of talked about this that yeah, you destroyed in your uh, WRS section. Did anyone else hit that setup? No nope. one else hit it. No, nope. only one. I was the only person to do it, and then after that, uh, after that rail was was done, it was put under the mega ramp, and then it was like later on like destroyed was there anyone else game to try it when you were there like there or, or anyone else entertaining the idea there were people that would like flex like they were that they mm -hmm. were like down for it and they'd be right. like where's, where's the rail and they go and look at the rail like under because it, it was it laid under the mega ramp like landing yeah. for, for like a couple years after that and then they were like no Kind of thing. Yeah, no. To answer his no. question, scary as fuck, dude. Was it round? Going that fast at any grind round. is ridiculous. Round. round. There's the the, the <laughs> mini mega has a, a rail on it. You'd probably have some fun on that. I think it's flat though. It's probably oh, meant for skateboarders. Uh, mini yeah. mega is well, a completely different beast. That's a yeah. that's like a yeah. it's, it's like a rainbow rail. Yeah, it's like a rainbow rail. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one. That one, 
that one i mean it does for sure it, <laughs> any, anything that like has like a like a mega in front of it like i'm crazy <laughs> yeah but the but the rainbow rail i feel is like one of those things that like you kind of just float on like a little right. bit i mean it's not the same you know mm-hmm. hand on it like sort of thing but to Aaron Schultz asking that question, I just want to say Dave talked about earlier in the podcast that he yeah, has that rewind. edit on YouTube, right? Where you had yeah. the attempts. Yeah, Aaron, you could see all of the attempts on my YouTube. There. Aaron was probably sleeping during that part of the podcast. If you're tuning in late, guys. Yeah. How, how much money would it take for you to like fish brain that mega ramp rail? <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. I thought, I honestly, I thought about backslide. That was that was the uh, that Back was the slide makes way more sense than a fish brain or like a top floor or something, dude, you know. No. <laughs> no. No way. No way. Well, also too, the the rail was was like a little bit thicker than coping. Like it was a little bit like like wider. So Girthy. like getting a, yeah, a little bit of girth to it. So like getting onto uh getting onto a top side would have been would have been pretty pretty tough. But fuck yeah. no, dude. Like I because like that was the thing like too. I was like in my head like when I was going back, I was like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna do like all these tricks. And then I was just like, I think Royale's gonna be fine. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one's gonna argue that. You fucking Oh you thought you were gonna like do some, some oh, I, thought, I, I really thought I was gonna get down. You thought you was gonna like hurricane <laughs> yeah. back rail, right? Uh, oh that would be insane. <laughs> no way dude no way did you think about that, that though? Uh, that's I had like all I had like a list of tricks yeah, in, like written down that I wanted to that yeah. I wanted to do and then once you get to like like mega yeah. ramp gap to rail actual yeah. once <laughs> you're going forty miles per hour to yeah. a fifty foot gap at a trick it's... and and have to undershoot the the thing like there's yeah, just it becomes like, relative doesn't it <laughs> yeah the last thing that you want to do is to like be coming around like four fifty and then realize that like you're about to get skewered oh. by a fucking <laughs> rail like so. I was. I played it. I played worst. it safe. I guess, but yeah. that's that's what that was. <laughs> well, Dave, yeah. we've we've had you on, and I know I'm. I'm gonna apologize also right now because I know I've done a lot of talking. Dave's an old friend of mine, and no, this is great. This is getting caught up in this a little bit, so apologize for that. So many but, times we do these episodes, and I'm like, yo, that was like my favorite episode that we've done so far, and it happens over and over and yeah. over again. And I have to say that this is another one of those great. situations right here. I fucking love this two hours. Yeah, great. two hours. And, and, and it's been the best. I, 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 I was really bummed that I couldn't do it when I was in New York last time. Yeah. Because that hundred plus dollar Uber situation was just like ridiculous. Yeah, like, right. I was insane. yeah, I was like, fuck that. I can't, can't come out from. Right. Uh, but but like, we made it happen, dude. We made up for it. I'm so appreciative that you guys like took the time and like brought me onto this thing and, and it's fucking good. Like catching up with the homies and like, it's so good to just on some old times, man. Been awesome. How about some shout outs? Do you have any, anyone, anything uh, you want to say? Last words. Shout, shout out to my, to my girlfriend for putting up with me being a complete germaphobe in uh, quarantine. And shout out to Paige. The most amazing woman. Shout out to Paige. Uh, mom and dad uh, also above all. Uh, Miguel Ramos for giving me uh, guidance and direction in life. Garrett Warren and Steve Brown for giving me the opportunity to be in Alita. Uh, fucking shout out to you guys for always putting on fucking sick podcasts. And uh, all of like literally like I have so many homies that I could I could list them too. But basically, if like if you've been to Roskilde with me, you too. <laughs> I'm talking to you. 
So. Mike Martino's also requesting for you to teach him this big vert shit if you get a chance. Let's go, Martino. We've been talking <laughs> about this shit too long. Now you know where I live, dog. I'm, I'm, uh, I think you guys are actually not too far from one another. Yeah, we're we aren't apparently. Oh no, yeah. We've been trying to figure out a thing, but we're yeah. now now that it's like going to be embedded on the uh, on the internet. Now it's now it's it's a documented thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's this has been awesome. Thank you so much for real. Thank you. We might have to have you on again because this is clearly just yeah. There's still easy. more to talk about. It's not Let's even go. like. Let's go. Whenever yeah, we're not done yet, everybody. Yeah. We're not done yet. Thanks everybody for joining us, Dave. Thank you're you. the man. Thanks for taking time out to. To talk with everybody today. You guys are the Check man. it out. Man. Follow us, subscribe, go on the thing. How you doing? <laughs> go on the thing. Have a nice day. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Take we'll care. See you Stay safe, one. everyone. Oh, yeah. And, Thank uh, you, everyone, for watching, too. Fuck yeah. Take Peace. Care.